Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Ladies and gentlemen, come on in now. Uh, stage yeah. three. Stage three. Jay. Good. Let's pull up. Uh, uh, God. I'm not Ludmilla. He I guess I'm Vladimir. Burrito. Vladimir. Vladimir. You ate a whole burrito. I ate a whole burrito. whole burrito full of what? A wet burrito. Oh, those are the best. With cheese and red sauce. I thought it was the super wet burrito, wasn't it? it oh, would, yeah, he made it. No, that was It after. was super. Oh. It was very wet and super. After mm. Christmas, we later too. a bit. It got super wet. <laughs> That's right. Mm. I just talk to it. <laughs> you just need to talk. <laughs> yeah? That's all it takes. Get them good and wet. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> my, <laughs> my brain went straight to freaking... Uh, uh, Naked gun from the files of police squad. Very hot like, and awfully wet. wet. Yep. <laughs> I love that fucking line. The first time I heard that, it motherfucking killed me. It did, didn't it? I, I uh, everyone in the theater was looking at me. I'm boiling a roast. Fucking dying. Did How you, hot and wet? You were you seven like? at the time, and the <clears throat> yeah, actually, Andy, I hadn't been born yet. Wow. <laughs> you need more wet. And conversely, Andy was already an old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, you're at college. What? College. No. <laughs> college. Are you okay, Matt? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone was asking me if I'm okay before we started, yeah. and now you're, you're just, just like uh, you were clearly like Maddie, marshalling you your okay? marshalling your uh, resources here. You're fine. Yeah. 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 Whereas Marshall okay. over there is, is, is a mess. He's not marshalling. No. He's, 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 he's demobilizing. I, I, I ate way too much. Too many tamales. Uh, and and a whole bunch of shrimp cocktail. Oh, boy. Too. We've already got our episode title. <laughs> too many tamales. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Dr. Seuss book ever. I, and I, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can, well, you, can you find? Can too. you find? At least, uh, is there any Dr. Seuss imagery with tamales? Because there you go. <laughs> I that's doubt just, it. That's just perfect. I'd be surprised. <laughs> See, I thought the book would be more tragic on the next day. <laughs> How many tamales did you have? Two, but they were big tamales. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So usually they're not. They were huge. Big. Okay, yeah, they're, they're friggin' they're huge. Jeff, I think Jeff ordered one. He's like, "Oh, I can't eat this," but he did. Yeah, I did, <laughs> and then I immediately regretted it. not from the taste, just the fact that I ate way too much goddamn food. Jeff, did you have dessert? I brought he dessert brought home, home with me. This yeah. guy. <laughs> no, my problem was they kept refilling the the chips and salsa, and they kept it's putting it right in front of me. I know. So I ate way too much goddamn chips and salsa. It's like when women come up to you and they just keep. Offering themselves, and what are you going to do? You can't say no. It's like I, Jeff. Jeff's yeah. the dessert man. Yeah, there you, I, go. you know, dessert and women. Another you know, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Just can't yeah. say no. Okay. Welcome, folks, to Geek okay. Shock. <laughs> and another t-shirt design is born. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Shock number 462. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. What can I say? Okay. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> <Fact laughs> Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk week Hot Tamale geek. Matt. Hot Tamale Matt, all right. <laughs> Too many Tamale Matt. Too many Tamale Matt. TM, TM. TM, TM. There you go. TM squared. 
Hey, yo, man. TM. All right. Yeah. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? Oh, goodness. I, I, I got... Go no, ahead. No, no, no. You no, no. should save yours for last. Everyone's so okay, goddamn fine. polite. <laughs> I know, right? Like, you go, you I go. know. It's Fuck a, both of you. I'm going. No. I, uh, I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, and I've been playing you. that. Red Dead? Same with everybody else. Uh, is that Rub-A-Dub-Dip? Rub-A-Dub Dimension 2. God damn it, Andy. Rub-A-Dub Dimension 2? I'll play that game. That's got to be a VR game. Yeah. Jeff, up a dub dimension VR duper Oh my god! Yeah, rub it, rub one out. The VR experience. Can you imagine, like, not looking at the screen, just seeing a guy with the headset on? Like, I call that Thursday. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sitting in his spot. Yeah. That explains all the crunch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, dude, that might help you, you know, release some of the pressure. Mm. Uh, Jeff and I both played Red Dead Redemption 2, or, or as I call it, uh, Paint Your Minis the Expansion. Mm. Uh, it's an expansion that, if you apply it to your Paint Your Minis game, as it suggested on the last show, uh, makes the game unwinnable. So, But to Pretty be good. fair, you actually did get some painting done, because it took... <laughs> Over a guy. I'm so thankful. Um, I got the game and didn't. This is what he does. This is what he does. He he. I get home from work. He's like, want to play? And he's got, in front of him, on his side, he's got the Xbox One DC Villains Lego game. In front of me is the open box of Red Dead Redemption 2. So that I see it and go, oh, this must be played immediately. And then I open up the Xbox. Oh, and look what's not installed. I guess I have to install it, too. See, this is what he does. He goes to, before he goes to work, he puts nice. the uninstalled game in front of me, knowing that I'm going to install it nice. and deal with that three hours nice. while he is at work and gets to come home and play it directly. Well, I, uh, well played, be, sir. Well played. To be fair, I actually had planned on installing it before I went to bed the night I got it. Uh -huh. And then I was like, <laughs> man. I'm like, well, Todd you know believes what? you. This thing's going to take about an hour to install, so I'll just do it tomorrow hour. when I get up. Hour, he says. Hour. It's not, it's not my right fault there. you were off the next day. I, I, <laughs> I had to work. Well, so, he was off of, once he put in the us, damn game. Some of us have to work. Oh. But while it was installing, he got to paint his minis. This is true. That, that, uh, that was a, a winning moment. So, oh, so right. it had the paint your mini side game. <laughs> <laughs> It's the last time those things will see. I heard. <laughs> I've heard complaints about the the install. It's supposed to. It's long. It's, it's, it's a big. It's, it's a big game. It's a, it's a massive. It's game. on two discs for the install. Ooh. And then yeah. the first update is over three gigabytes. So it's long. My goodness. How's, how's it's the one of. Though? Oh, it's a, It's amazing. Yeah, the install game was amazing. Just wow. Paint your mini. I'd say my only gripe with it, and it's such a minor thing is there's no fast travel to any of the locations, at least where I'm at right now. There wasn't the first So there's a lot there. of horse riding. And well, you got to buy a mount, and then, the, then, it, then you just... And, but, I mean, you know, I go on missions, and then I'm in the middle of the nowhere, and I have to spend a good 15 minutes riding my horse back to camp. Yeah. Now, and uh, I'm talking uh, 15 minutes of real-world time, not 15 minutes of game time. That's right. That's how they did it in the Wild West. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> For reality, those fifteen-minute journeys, <laughs> yeah. Journey, man. 
Well, you're lucky you're not there dying of scurvy. Whatever the mosey on down to Dead Man's Gulch. Yeah. Most, get most on my be. horse and ride to the outhouse. The uh, other Rockstar uh, games, uh, you can, you know, push a button when it's doing the driving and, you know, it takes why, you there. Why, why doesn't it have that? that I that don't know. That doesn't make much sense. Because there's no buttons on a horse. It's something that may open up later in the game. Right. This game does open itself up very slowly. Very try, slowly. Trying to lengthily guide you through how it works. Yes. That opening story... If, okay, if you want a game that has no story and goes right into it, this is not your goddamn game. Yeah, I was about to say, don't say this is for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> 15, I wouldn't make 15 minutes of horse ride. I would say it takes about two hours before the game fully opens up to go, okay, go where you want now. Wow. Yeah, from there, it's all guided one place to the next, opening up the story, getting you to know who the characters of your gang are. And getting to know some, not even most, yeah. just some of the controls. Yes, and and those things keep opening up in the game. Yes. In fact, I'm not sure I'm even out of training in this game, and I've started Jeez. some side quests now. So, although hunting's fun, I'll give it that. Yeah. And it's, the game's beautiful. The game is absolutely stunning. So I, kudos to the graphics department. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, we got it on the Xbox One X, and even though we don't have a 4K TV yet, um, the graphics on it are enhanced for the One X, and Forbes, GameSpy, several of these other places have already said this is the best console to own this game on if you want the best looking of the game so nice even if you're even if they said even if you're only on a, started a, a 1080p right TV, now ps4 people are just <laughs> well they just they, they said even if you're on a 1080p tv it still looks the best on the xbox one x so well i played a <laughs> buttload of arkham city a buttload nice yes i actually had my first day off since i got back from back east and i spent a lot of it playing arkham city he walked away. He doesn't care. I, I'm not talking yeah. just him. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a podcast going on. People are listening to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were looking at him. You're like intently talking. And, uh, he just gets up, walks away. And I do. It, 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 what, it did look great the way he's like, I played a buttload of and, and Todd just takes off his phone, gets up and walks away. Oh, no, Andy's talking. Okay. Yeah, this right. He comes back an hour later, puts it back on, gets right back in. Arkham goddamn old news. What? What did you play? <laughs> See? See? Exactly. <laughs> the copy of Arkham City you gave Key. Yeah. <laughs> like five years ago, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Something like well, that. Well, I played it five years ago. I don't know when I gave it to Kay, but. Oh. <laughs> I played some Super Puzzle Fighter Turbo. No, I. You didn't? You I, should. No, I didn't. I have. I conquered that a long time mm -hmm. ago. Now you conquered Catan a long time ago. I hadn't stopped you from playing that. That's true. I got to stay sharp. Oh, true. You know, you can't, you can't fall behind. Because they're gunning for you, man. Yeah. They're after you. Fucking Cleopatra and who? Uh, Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln, always working together. Uh, Alexander. He's a bastard. Yes, he is. He's a dick. I was playing some uh, physics games on the uh, <laughs> phone, too, and I came across this game. Spill it. Spill it. The, the Andy game. Oh, it's wow. Fun. Yeah, it is. Boy, that's like physics and chemistry combined. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do in spill it? <laughs> you try and knock over wine glasses. Oh, well, isn't that your game? <laughs> <laughs> And you're, you're playing it now. I'm yeah. Just having a time. No, no, no I can't do I, it. I guess virtual spilling is better than the... Uh, <laughs> couldn't do yeah, it. Virtual podcasting. Yeah. Put on your helmet gear. 
act like you're podcasting. All right. I still think to rub one out VR is great. <laughs> the more I think about it, it's like, you know, you look down and it's like, it's like you're holding this it's giant not. horse cock, and you're just like, <laughs> "Holy shit, man! Wow!" Oh, you know, Game Adam was like, "You get Game Adam was like, oh, I want to." You know, the, the haptic feedback. You'd be like, "Oh!" You're but, playing in Jeff mode right off the bat, but it uses that whole Jedi mind toy thing. So you're you're doing Pardon? it with your mind. You ever seen those? Actually, what oh. would be funnier is if it was oh, a completely misleading about, yeah. title, and when you put the VR glasses on. You have a, a virtual pencil eraser and just a bunch of pencil sketches that you have to rub out. Oh, that's mean. That, no, no, <laughs> no. Like, no. oh, yeah, this is going to, oh. That's mom mode. <laughs> right? Your mother comes in, you just hit the button. Single button. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing rub out. Yeah, it's the, the pencil. And you see, what you do is you make your art by erasing. And okay, bye, mom. <laughs> I was sending an oar. See, we didn't have that virtual version when I was a kid. That was you heard the knock on the door. You hit the magazines out of the mattress. That's the, that's the original version. I one time overdid it. I had, huh? I had. What? Oh, I fu- I, my, what does that mean? My bed. I just realized my bed was six <laughs> by six with the centerfolds and the mags. And my mom's like, Kirsten, open the door. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pudding and pudding and pudding back. Jesus, you got a whole collage spread out over your bed. And by the time I opened the door, she was just like, "Why are you all sweaty?" Yeah, (laughs) she was. It was funny because she was pissed, not because she had any idea what was going on, but because it's like I made her wait so long to unlock the door. How disrespectful! You didn't just walk to the door with a raging heart on and a magazine in your hand. That's right. Just leave the spread on. (laughs) What do you want, Mom? You mean you didn't do the the open the door? Okay, you happy? You open the door, but you poke your head around the corner. But which, which one? one? Oh! I just thought of a great DLC for this Rub It game. <laughs> Rub It, bigger, longer, uncut. Uh, yeah, there. Well, of course, Jeff mode is unlockable. We all achievement unlocked. Oh yeah. Gross. <laughs> Unlock your Jeff. Cancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's another Easter egg for the people that ha- that didn't go to the the the, uh, the scoop fest. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, this all right. Something you're not telling. Uh, us I was yet. thinking that was right. a that that's something that needs to be patched on right. rub it out. <laughs> Just the penile cancer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an add-on. That's not. Gonna We're going to start this episode with blue, folks. Sorry, <laughs> blue. Oh, yeah, Goddamn Andy. Pink at this point. Here yeah. we are at episode four hundred something or other. Wow. It, now let's apologize. <laughs> right. You know the sign. You know the first sign of you've been doing it too much is the little blue veins in between your knuckles. Second sign's looking for it. Oh, oh, it's great jokes. <laughs> what the f- what? is wrong with you? Holy shit. Okay, I don't I know missed. if I should be happy that I missed all of that or concerned that I missed all of that joke. Nah, you should just you not just realize that. it happened. That's yeah, there you okay. go. Just, this probably been cut out of the episode. It doesn't matter. Just back that brain up. No, no, no. <laughs> those, those are the ones Todd keeps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's going to save that for the Andy Pillow compilation. <laughs> oh, be God. Four hours of Andy just destroying a joke. <laughs> that sounds fun. <clears throat> Speaking of destroying a joke. <clears throat> what? Andy was... Uh, was uh, oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say you voted, too. <laughs> I did. I voted today. I, c- I can only hope I destroyed Good. that Go joke. Go out and vote, people. Vote, did everyone, please. 
That's probably the geekiest thing you can do is to go out and vote. And if you're in Chicago, vote often and vote early. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway. Anyway, Andy. Uh Uh-oh. Andy Uh wanted to show off his his, uh, Halloween costume (laughs) at the game. (laughs) At the the game on Sunday? Game night, Sunday night. Yes, I love it. And he brings up the picture. Oh, that's right. And... uh, Andy, uh, who 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 were you, Andy? I was, you? I was Mark Hall Patton. Mark Hall Patton. Now, this, of course, is a name everyone in America knows. And when they see an image of Mark Hall Patton, it instantly comes up and you know. Guys, but for old some strange reason, when Andy panned his camera with the picture to Paulette, she stared at it for several seconds, shrugged and went, Hipster douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, who is Mark Hall Patton? He's the uh, director of Clark County Museums. He's one of the experts on pawn, pawn stars. Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> why that needs to be the fixed. pawn stars first before you go to the director of... <laughs> and I just... I, I, I died. It killed me because Andy did his typical... He scrolled it up and without explanation presented his obscure reference with that triumphant look on his face. And and it was and going pa- rather quickly. And Paulette, we couldn't all be a fucking murder clown, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you look great as, pe- as a Pennywise, by the way, Ken. Oh man, dude, look great, baby. I was great. Oh yeah, it yeah. was really fun. Um, I was working this gig, rich guy's place, and uh, uh, friend of mine <clears throat> was organizing a lot of the entertainment. And he wanted someone to be Pennywise and just walk around, scaring people, creeping them out. And for some reason, Todd thought of me. Oh, you so, need, you needed makeup for that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <Wow>. um, crickets. <laughs> Are you using my pillow? <laughs> um. So. Um, I got there early. They did up the makeup, did a nice job. I and mean, it was all hand. They did it by hand. I thought it was going to be airbrushed, and it wasn't. They used pancake and so on. And uh, the guy who did the makeup did a nice job. That makeup really actually, that does a lot. Because I, 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 uh, Andy, very, very nicely, because I went to Amazon Prime on uh, Sun, was it Saturday morning or was it Friday night? I think it was. Didn't I find? I, f- I figured it out Saturday morning. Saturday night's a party. I'm gonna research it and I'll watch it. It was what? F- it was Friday because 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 the party was Saturday, right? Yeah. So yeah, we went shopping Friday oh, night. Oh yeah, that, we went Friday night. So I'm like, well, I'll research it tonight and be ready tomorrow. I want to get the voice. I want to figure out the laugh. Andy Buschietti's It Chapter One. Yes, the uh, the um. What's his name? Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise. So uh, <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. I'm like, woohoo, let's go. Put that Prime to use. And I get on my Xbox and I duck, 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 open up Prime, go to it, which is on my watch list. Go to what? Because I play. Because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I uh, set it up on watch list to watch a long time ago. Click. And boop, subscribe to HBO to watch it now. I'm like, motherfucker. Sons of bitches. And I'm like, I... Bezos like... (laughs) Fucking (laughs) shit. Yeah, really. (laughs) And he high fives the HBO exec. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck. I I got to... 
I've got only a few hours tomorrow before I have to head to this party. What this all happened when I was off at my last gig of the month of the yep. uh, at a unicorn party. Yeah. Party. And Andy, uh, Andy, Andy, it uh, came crawling in. Uh, did we actually start zombies before I started bitching? Yes, we played one game. Uh, and then I was just like, I fucking, you know, goddamn Prime, I can't find it. I don't know where, where I got to uh, guess. I don't know. I just fuck. And Andy was like, well, let, let's, uh, oh, yeah, let's finish up this game and then we'll go buy it. And we went to Walmart and he very graciously bought uh, uh, the movie, actually, the box set with a little Pennywise keychain. Oh, neat. fun. Funko. Funko. Um, and uh, the next morning I watched it. Wow. Isn't that really good? What a movie. Yeah. Holy shit. If, if half of King's movies would get that kind of quality, oh, my God. They did a really good job oh, of that. Oh, boy. And, it, and, and um, the, the whole cast, all those kids, holy shit. Those kids were good. And uh, Skarsgård. But I just loved I just loved his interpretation of it, and I'm I'm repeating stuff and listening to the vocalization and everything. I get the little smile down and the tilt of the head, <clears throat> and then I go to the party to get set up. They put on the makeup, and I quickly discover the makeup does like a lot of the work. Yeah, I'm trying to mimic his smile, but really the makeup is there. So they bought a, a hilarious Pennywise. Uh, uh, outfit, you know, just one of the cheap ones mm-hmm. that you throw on. It was really funny because I was like, "Are there boots? Are there boots?" And they're like, "Don't worry about boots. Get it on. We're running late." And I pull it on. The boots are on the okay, so attached the, yeah. to the legs. Yeah, it's it's the, uh, the it's like spats. Okay. And I was just like, "Oh my god, that's because they were big clown shoes." And I'm like, this is perfect and everything. Of course, I'm a big Pennywise, <laughs> so <laughs> that suit, <clears throat> the the little right? Velcro tabs. <laughs> Running up the back had some had some had their work cut out for them. Oh, like pound wise. Oh my god! Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Ton wise. <laughs> pound wise. Uh, but Fucking pound wise. <laughs> pound wise. I love it. Pound wise. Andy, so, I'm gonna give you that one. Oh, that's, you gotta give him that one, that's Matt. That's two you for 2018. Give him that one. Wow. <laughs> two for 2018. That's two there for 2018. Just encourage him. Why don't you? So pound wise, you gotta give him that one. They. Uh, Come on. They gave me a they gave me a big batch of balloons. I wasn't even expecting that. I like saw some. It was funny. The some of the other people that were working the party were all already in their makeup, and there's some guy in a pig face costume holding a machete, and he's filling up balloons with helium. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And then he looks at me and he hands me the balloons, and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and then I hear this. Do you have it? I can't see your hands. I don't know if you have it. <laughs> the pig okay. mask just like obscured his vision. Wait, wait. <laughs> Kudos to Kay. There was no hand. That was all with his mouth. There was. He didn't put his hand up or anything. He did that. He did that pig face sound effect with his mouth. <laughs> That's right, baby. He's a professional. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, and I There's reached out and I took the balloons and I'm holding the balloons and I'm like, why am I holding? <gasps> oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> now, this guy's, this guy's house, um, and first of all, uh, Southern Highlands, very nice area, but God damn it, they do the big, big McMansions just like they do any development. It's like they're all crushed together. 
You know, you could jump over that guy's wall and you'll hit your head on the neighbor's house as you're falling down. So the, the, the cul-de-sac's packed tight. <clears throat> but they stationed me at the end of it. And the cul-de-sac is at the end of mm. this long ah. road. And so I'd stand at the cul-de-sac facing the road and I'd hold the balloons in front of my face. And I'd just sit there and see the, the headlights through the balloons sure. and wait till they got close enough and then I just let the balloons drift up and I'd have the I'd be all set and it's funny with the, the Pennywise smile the cars would slow and then stop and they'd just sit there for a minute <laughs> a lot of neighbors were coming home at that point so they'd sit there for a minute and then they'd slowly drive by <laughs> to their homes and and uh, everybody loved it. <clears throat> everybody was just like, oh, my God, that's great. And the guests who were walking in were like, oh, you're so creepy. Oh, my God. And there were a couple, uh, cars, a couple of clown haters. And I did that for the first hour. Clown haters or clownophobes? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, follow, I finally went into the party. The first hour was greeting. And then the next two hours, I was just standing around <clears throat> and... It was funny because I would, you know, people be in the dance floor dancing. I'd go stand in a corner, just stand there, you know. Or uh, my favorite thing was he had a backyard, had plenty of people out there, table setups and stuff like that. And I'd go to one of the windows and I'd just stand in the window holding the balloons, watching people in the backyard. And they they loved it. People would see me and shoot pictures and stuff. People were taking pictures with me. <clears throat> and then the women started getting drunk. Uh-oh. Yeah. Boy, women are women are creepy. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> worse than guys. They 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 they, they really they really kind of they shit. really like that pennywise thing. <laughs> that was just some weird shit. And as things went on, people were so went twerking the, me. So you went from the quantophobes to the quantophiles? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And uh, not giving uh, you that one. climbing right. on me and uh, taking tons of pictures and just, just all over me. Then the highlight of the evening, at one point upstairs, there's this one couple, awesome, cute. They came as luchadors. Ah. It was fucking awesome. The guy had a, a foam bodysuit, you know, and the full mask, and his girlfriend had a cape. Or a wife had a cape and a mask, and <clears throat> oh sure, you're going to record this. Yes, one, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we took pictures multiple times, and, and at one point, the girlfriend's like, "Take another picture of me with Pennywise," and and she comes up, and and we stand there for pictures. <clears throat> the girl taking the picture is like, "Careful, she's a newlywed," and you know the girl's like, "Oh, you bitch!" <laughs> 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 Walks off. <laughs> An hour later, towards the end of the night, uh, I'm doing the dance floor round again. I'm just standing there holding my balloons. And she walks up to me, and she, like, runs her hands over me, and she's like, are you ready? And then she just kneels down in front of me and starts bobbing her head. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look up, and there's her friend with the camera. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, fine, I got it. And I give the little Pennywise look <laughs> and everything. And her head just, like, started... <laughs> hitting my groin and it was just like what the hell is going on there i don't know and, if i'm enjoying this or if it's painful right yeah, really it's, it's like it, this it, is this fun or creepy i can't figure it out and and then she stood up and she laughed and didn't even say goodbye <laughs> but uh, then they walked but off. you did say thank you yeah uh yeah i i didn't have anything to say <laughs> she should be thanking him that's right <laughs> jeff knows how where it's at 
but yeah, it it was it was it was fun. It was fun. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, boy, when when women drink, they get weird. But yeah, anyway, it it, it was it was a lot of fun and. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I, so I went. I went to a Halloween party down the street from somebody who's worked with the RJ, <laughs> dressed as Mark Hall Patton, which really sold there. <laughs> not not like you people, <laughs> but then the party got busted up by the cops. Um, what? Mark Hall Patton party busted nah. up by cops. That wouldn't be the first time. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll go down to the Millennium Fandom Bar. Of course. Yes. And, 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 it, and yeah. my God, you know, it was a Halloween at the Morning Fandom Bar. It was astounding. And then I roll back into the house about midnight, and I walk in the door, and there's fucking Pennywise popping around the corner. Oh, out. it was great. <laughs> and, and, and I texted Andy because I was like, I don't know when I'll be getting home. You said I'm one. So probably I was like, around midnight or one. And he's like, oh, I'll be in bed by the time you get home. And I'm like, yeah, okay, no zombie killing then. And I come home at like 11.45, and no one's there. And I'm like, so I text him, ha, 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 you'd be blah, blah, blah. And he's like, are you home? And I'm like, oh, I'm leaving MFB now. I was, I was literally in the car. I just got in the car when you... So I hear him come in, and and, and Andy, he wants to show off his costume. <laughs> You're like, so, show so off my he, costume. He, he shuts the door and kicked off his shoes and... Proudly, Andy strutted right to the kitchen, <laughs> and I, up. I was like, "Oh shit!" And I pulled open a drawer and I grabbed a butcher knife, and then perfectly timed, I leaped out and was like, <laughs> and Andy was like, "I'm gonna get my Suffice to say, there was a lot of laundry to do yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was fun, but uh, I love this story. It, it was yeah. I love the whole. And he's strut to the Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I came around, and just before I scared him, I saw, and he was like, you know, he's <laughs> called buddy of mine. I'm going to show off my great car. <laughs> Hello, I am Mark Hall Patton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Hall Patton's shit in his pants. <laughs> yeah. It was. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it was fun. I wasn't planning on uh, Halloweening. This year, and I ended up doing so. And you know, and this I, was a gig, so you got paid. Oh yeah, I got paid. Um, I was done by the end of the night. My God, I was just tired. And and how uh, long was it? Three hours. Okay. Um, plus all the setup. I mean, I spent forty-five minutes or so while they painted me and things like that. So, and actually, it was longer than three hours because they put me out in the street early. Okay. To greet people, so so it was closer to four. Uh, but it was fun. Those people had fun. That guy, I mean, he threw a, he threw a heck of a party. God, the DJ. You know, ever since I heard that, that modern DJs are pretty much faking it, you know, they're not really scratching. They're not, and, and I see this guy and he's just bouncing around and he's grabbing the knobs and he's looking around as he twists. And I'm just like, yeah, that. That's all pre-recorded, isn't it? <laughs> Talk about hipster douchebag. Oh, yeah. it's, it's all software now. They basically, I mean, there's not much to do. All they have yeah. to do is basically select the songs they want in mm-hmm. there. Um, they tell the software to which songs first, which is the last song, which songs are in between. The software matches the, the beats so that it seamlessly transitions. So really, all they have to do is start yeah. it. 
Yeah. Um, in fact, <laughs> just exactly what you said. Uh, there was a there was a party they booked out at work, and that the people that booked the the room also booked a DJ, and he came in. He got all set up, and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, hmm, you have like no equipment. And he's like, nope, nope. I got everything I need right here. Pulled his laptop out, put it on the little podium. All right, they had an honest for guy, and <laughs> flipped it open and just. Plugged it into the audio system. Joe's Honest DJs. They show, <laughs> but, they play it like it is. But yeah, he was doing the same thing you were talking about. Like he's just b- bouncing around and just... He's like tapping you know. a key every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, that's an skit with Andy Samuel. Yeah, where, when, when will like, the bass drop? Like playing, and then he's like doing like the rock garden and then playing bobble. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? It, it, yeah. He's all set up left-handed so he can play Warcraft. Yeah. Mm. But oh. it... <clears throat> It was funny just watching that guy bob around. There was, well, there was a couple. They were Gomez and Morticia. Oh, nice. Oh, Morticia, wow, <laughs> wow. But they were a couple. Yeah, rich people. She, can take she care wasn't of themselves. a newlywed. She wasn't <laughs> dropping down and air blowing me. I mean, you know, no justice in the universe. <laughs> Does she but, actually have the whole Morticia. It's probably the whole. As a, mm. She did have a cape. I was thinking. That'd be something more cool than air guitars, air blowing. But that's probably done somewhere. That's that's probably a contest somewhere. Well, I think probably the I Cayman think Islands. Having it done to you Cayman is Islands. better than doing it. You know, you don't want a, a Bill and Ted moment. You're like air blowing, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait a minute, coming to hedonism near you. <laughs> Didn't think this through. <clears throat> yeah, it was fun though. It's so, fun. That's so, a hell of a thing. So you're definitely. Uh, uh, I totally. Here's the pillow. He stole oh, the pillow man. today. Pillowing himself. <laughs> Having a stroke. Stroke wallet. It's washed pillow too. Maybe that's the problem. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Just washed my pillow. I, I saw a few it. of the pictures and. So Morticia over Lily Munster is what you're saying. Yes. Oh, uh, that's a tough. That's a tough. No, one. it They're is both pretty hot. Ball. Why? Why not both? No. Right? No, Morticia. <laughs> Yes, Morticia. Agreed. Yes. What are you talking about? It was pretty emphatic there, Andy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's remembering his virtual reality experience. Ah. The Adams family. Just just the Adams family over the monsters in general. For sex? Everything. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> except for what's her name for the monster? She was pretty hot. Marilyn? That's it, yeah. Yeah. But no, the the Adams Family is actually based on wonderful New Yorker cartoons by Charles yes, Adams. Right. And uh, Munsters is based on Kaching. Let's catch in on that idea. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was, I was interpreting Kaching yet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what other geeky things you do this week, gentlemen? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I was expecting. Wait, actually, we you. played games. I, actually, got play, I got to play the uh, five minute Marvel. And it's much better than we made it sound when I were here before. I was actually pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I guess I understood. Do you like it better than Five Minute Dungeon? About the same? Less? I would say it's about the same. Yeah. Makes sense. Actually, it's the same it's, game. It's got, some, it's got some... The variations on it actually make it interesting. They uh, Instead of everybody having their own deck, there's a big shared deck, and everyone has a small set of special cards for each character, which allows them to have more characters. Okay. So there's how many? I'm like ten or twelve different characters, something, something like that. Actually, yeah. yeah. And and you're not. It makes it more playable with small with smaller groups because when you're playing the regular five minute dungeon, 
you get in trouble because you need a particular you, you might need shields or you might need arrows and there's one character that has most of the arrows in their deck uh, and if you're not playing with that character, you're screwed because you don't have those. Oh, yeah. Or and and also if you screw up and play with the wrong deck, right? You've only got half a deck wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like were you the wizard with the rogue deck or the <laughs> thief right. deck? And yeah. it's like, holy shit, you got a bunch of spreads. <laughs> like you're a fast wizard. It was, it was, oh god, the the beauty of that was just that we had we Paulette was like, we are winning this. And we, what was it, like three hours? Yeah, we played yeah. for fucking ever. Oh, wow. And, we broke and, five in a dungeon. And Andy, Andy <laughs> was playing with the wrong deck <laughs> the whole time. But at least a full deck for a change. <laughs> <laughs> that was just great. That was just great. Paulette really didn't know what to make of that. She, she, it was, her face was funny because it was like she wanted to be mad. But at the same time. But she's like, oh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot Andy, yeah. douchebag Andy, whatever. douchebag Andy. Todd, you really missed a face. Yeah, I, boy, I, Andy's reaction. Oh, <laughs> it, 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 it crushed him. He was oh. like, he was like, she was just really. <laughs> she, so she was, she was angry, but also impressed at the level inept of ineptness. Right? And she's like, I can't, we're, I can't we're be mixing mad. Up, because, we're mixing up two stories. Yeah, yeah. we are. The, the the look on the hipster douchebag line was the okay. yeah. the the Halloween thing. God almighty. It was glorious. <laughs> oh boy. And we crushed. died. I killed all of us. Fucking A. I actually did something really cool this weekend. Um I got to go to the electric vehicle guest drive that mm. here in town, which was a uh, a sponsored event that uh was invitation only. You got to go uh Ooh. drive electric vehicles but not just like you know the dealerships were bringing you know like the teslas and the you know the chevy bolts and the bmw i3s electric cars they were actually people brought their own cars and through this special arrangement with uh that they built the local no no oh. the, that they own oh okay but so instead of a special a yeah through fancy a, expensive uh test car you were driving yes. like Bob's Prius. <laughs> <laughs> they were all in fantastic shape. They were all fairly new cars. But you, you just snuck over there with the Finley with the Finley pillow. <laughs> wow! I want to see you a call. He's like, I'm getting revenge on Paulette. <laughs> oh well, Jeff's here. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Paulette. <laughs> what I'm getting at is instead of somebody trying to sell you a car. When you're going on a test drive, it's more like Enterprise Rent a Car. It's it was a person's personal car showing it that off. they're te- that they're just that they're proud of, they like, they enjoy, and they're telling you all of the advantages and disadvantages that they've experienced, the things that they like and the things that they hate about their car. And so it was it's just a really neat. Kind of reminds me of Willie Willie Nelson's uh. vegetable diesel car. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Willie Nelson's got this car that runs on basically vegetable oil. Oh, and he's, yeah. He likes any, to show it off anytime he you can. can yeah. You can convert any diesel engine to run off vegetable oil. Yeah, so my, it's super uh, easy. My old college roommate did that with his um, with a motorcycle. We had uh, <laughs> there was somebody in back in Wichita when I was living there that that did that and would uh, basically <laughs> I would catch well, not so much catch but I would I would see him late at night pumping oil out of our grease bin or grease storage bin and that's the back thing behind there you have to steal all that oil from all the fast food that's places right so um, run your run your motorcycle don't you have to like you have to like if, if yeah you have to like super filter it get all the 
excess carbon and the fry bits out and, of it. And, yeah, really? Well, <laughs> there's gonna be shit in there. The, the particulate matter for sure, but like, how are you eating? But like the stuff that you can't see, like the the you know the McDonald's. microscopic bits of carbon. <laughs> so what, uh, I, what happens but, yeah. when I'm done eating, Andy? But yeah, that, shit in the oil. That. Uh, but you could also you could also uh, run it off of just vegetable oil that you bought mm-hmm. at the store. Jeff's right. power through. I love so, it. So Jeff, would you get invited to the veggie car show off? Not oh. veggie oh. cars, veggie no, cars. It was really cool. Um, got to drive uh, a couple, couple different. Uh, what is it? The roadsters. I got to drive. I, they didn't have a, a roadster there, but they had uh, the other three: the the Tesla Model S, the Tesla Model the X, X and, uh, and the Model Three. I got to drive a Model Three, uh, and I also got to drive a Chevy Bolt, and uh, I got to talk with the various owners and and get no, some really do, deep uh, information about i threes. Uh, I didn't get a chance to drive the i3. It was there, but I didn't get a chance to drive it. Mm. Anything anything stand out? Anything you're like, ooh, I just Tesla, have to do this. I, man, that Tesla was just phenomenal. I mean, the acceleration on it is... You can watch all the videos on YouTube of people, you know doing the what they call the ludicrous mode launch where you know they take passengers with them and then they just step on the accelerator you don't really understand how fast those suckers take off and the inst- from the instant torque they have available until you've experienced it yourself because the, the first guy I drove with he's like he's like this is my car so you know don't like, don't worry about breaking anything. He's like, you're not going to break anything. <laughs> All right. He's like, if you want to just. That's definitely not Enterprise rental car. I was going like, to say, it's well, like I mean, Andy like, showed up. Like he was saying, he's like, you know, if you want to test the acceleration, go right ahead. I've done it several times myself. You're not going to hurt anything. Where were you doing this? Was this on the street uh, or a track or something? It was actually sponsored by Envy Energy here in Nevada. That's our okay. our local uh, um, electricity provider. Um, they're trying to launch some incentives to convince people to install solar and um you mean, you and mean after legislate again trying to legislate right. it out yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> it's it's kind of funny you know that's that the, you know it's two headed of the dragon doing right. different things but uh <laughs> yeah. um so one of the things they're trying to do is trying to increase um electric vehicle ownership um here in nevada i would love um, to have one as I well as you know encourage people to install their own solar panels and you know, and energy storage systems and so forth. So that was kind of what the whole event was about. But, uh, but yeah, um, I barely pushed that accelerator down a quarter of an inch in that Tesla, and I was pushed back in my seat. Wow. I haven't experienced nice. anything like that uh, literally since being in a centrifuge back at Space Camp. Wow. It was that intense how fast. Nice. I have to watch it with the... I have a hybrid. Yes, uh, and uh, I have to watch it because it's all, almost almost always starts off an electric. Yeah, and uh, I will I will squeal out if I don't watch myself yes. coming yeah. out of that intersection. And yeah. I have a hybrid because of talk. Yeah, and yours is geared down too. If I yeah. remember the the hybrids, they gear down so that when it switches over from the electric to the the gas, you don't have that extreme. Yeah, um, I squeal my tires all the time. Yeah, but, but I have uh, it because of you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a lefty green. No, because I because I. I I needed a new car, and I saw you had the electric, and you had the the hybrid. I'm like, oh, normal people can have hybrids. You can afford. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're actually down to a price where people can buy them. Oh. Exactly. Oh, you know what? You know what gets me with Teslas? I love the electric, the the acceleration on demand, mm-hmm. the massive displays in yes. the. That's what I want. I want yep. the 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 twenty inch fucking whatever the hell that is. The, it's one monster. The screen. Model yeah. Three has a seventeen inch. I love it. There's there's no. 
instruments on the car. Hmm. It has a, a couple of uh, basic, basically like joystick um, scroll wheels on the on the actual steering wheel that are monthly function depending on what you have selected on the touchscreen. But all the controls are on this touchscreen that's in the center, including the accelerator, or, or rather the speedometer, excuse me. So <laughs> reaching over to accelerate. <laughs> so it's that little wheel. So driving Yikes. it, um, I thought at first it was going to be distracting because it's about let's if you're looking straight ahead um, in the driver's seat, it's about five inches off to the right of where you would normally be looking at a you know a normal gear instrument cluster speedometers and all yeah mm-hmm. so i thought at first i'm like that's going to be really tough if you're having to constantly look over to check your well, it's like the mini check mini your speed they yeah have the, on the one side yeah. but what i discovered was you know five minutes into driving it it's in your peripheral vision so you're almost subconsciously seeing your speed there and it's being processed by your brain while you're still watching the road i would have thought I thought that company, they would have put the heads-up display, like something like that. Uh, a lot of people thought they were going to do that with the Model 3. They yeah. didn't. Maybe did, 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 do they like heads-up displays, or are they worried about distraction um, there? Because that's of, almost like interfering with vision, uh, interfering with your view. I like heads-up displays, but I can understand where sometimes it'd be more of a distraction because there's right. just so much, you know, there's certain drivers that, you know, if you put too much stuff in front of them, that there just makes them right. Well, makes it too hard for them to ob- drive. Obscuring. Some people's just a radio. Yeah, yeah. some people can't now, handle the hula dance uh, in the back window. Is there anything on the dash right by the wheel there where instruments no. would usually be? straight ahead in yeah. front of you is nothing. Yeah, the just the air vents and the air vent doesn't doesn't look like an air vent. It's a it's this thin bar that goes across the front of the vehicle. It's the uh, the goal with the Model Three was to go with this kind of minimalist design. So that, you know, everything just looks like it belongs where it is, you know, instead of like a cutout there to, to have your air vent. But the air vents are actually controllable. You can do a, a focused um, uh, vent on your face or you can do it like a split where it goes to either side of your head. Um, I mean, there's just all kinds of crazy stuff yeah. you can do with it. Did you like the peripheral? Did you feel like, you yeah. know, actually this is a good idea? Yeah. I mean, it, it like I said, it became kind of second nature five minutes into the drive i mean it literally it, it was like it's kind of like right to the to the right of my field of view and it just the thing that i did find that was going to take some getting used to is what they call one pedal driving um which is your regenerative braking um in a true electric vehicle that's all electric that doesn't have a hybrid when you take your foot off the gas it turns into regeneration so it basically turns your electric motors into generators that start putting electricity back into your battery. Now, you don't use your your brake pedal in one uh, the one-pedal driving mode, in the regenerative mode, because as soon as you take your foot off that accelerator, it immediately starts to slow down and will come to a complete stop. Just, how quickly? Just yeah, very well, quickly. Uh, like brake quickly? Like brake quickly. Like oh, wow. almost faster than brake quickly. That's weird. Uh, that in fact, the only time I had to touch the brake pedal at all when I was driving the Tesla was when we were sitting at the stoplight because it has a thing called creep mode where like if you 
when you're completely... I've got a thing called creep, creep mode. mode. <laughs> yeah, I have trouble shutting mine off. It's a, it's a function you can turn on or off, but it's supposed to Not get... me. It's supposed to like, like shutting off his creep mode. <laughs> like if you instead of coming to a complete stop, like once you've come to a complete stop, and that you're supposed to put your foot on the brake, but as soon as you take your foot off the brake, the car starts to creep forward like a gas car would do, to do what a lot of people do when they're trying to go around, like make a right hand turn. They kind of creep forward to make sure the traffic's okay, and then go around the corner. So you can actually switch that off and. Mm. Your car won't move forward at all until you start pushing on the accelerator. But You've it was been listening a to Car Talk on yeah. NPR. <laughs> Next up, all things considered, followed by the news. I <laughs> just had fun. It was fun. Um, they're definitely the wave of the future. One they're thing super I, geeky with all the technology yeah. that's yeah. involved. One thing so. I've heard is the the weight of the batteries make gives you kind of a heavy vehicle. Yes, it, it does. Do you? It's heavy, but you wouldn't notice it because. The way that they put the battery, at least in the the Tesla and then in the um, the Bolt that I drove, the weight distribution is entirely across the the bottom of the vehicle. I noticed it in the so, hybrid. It also makes well the for, hybrids they do it a little bit different. Yeah. but uh, it ain't heavy. It's, it's my, my Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because it also adds for a nice tighter control yeah. handling and all the that. Center of gravity the center of gravity is hybrids are tight. Tighter. Tight. <laughs> tight. Tight, 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 tight. Oh yeah. But yeah, the, the the center of gravity on the vehicle is almost perfectly centered yeah. because of so the weight distribution. Take that, and BMW the electricals and handling. The electricals are on the are they on the three hundred mile standard? The uh you know, a full charge. <laughs> uh the one like the one I drove um, had 310, 310 miles range on a full All charge. Right. Okay. How long do they take to charge? Depends on where you have You're a plug-in. You're doing this on in. purpose. What? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, this is geeky talk. You're talking about electricity. It actually is. <laughs> yeah. If, for instance, you have a Tesla and you plug it into a Tesla supercharger, um, you'll go from, uh, I think they said zero to... Like seventy percent in about a half an hour. Yeah, right. but I mean that's if, one thing. You but know, then it starts to slow down as you sure. get closer. An to hour the, or two hours to fill up your car. That's like, well, what they? What, I can't live like that. The the guy that I talked to, he said, if you're taking it on a long trip, this is what he said. Um, he said he would go about like say about 150 miles, stop at the nearest supercharger, plug it in for about. 20, 30 minutes while he goes grabs a sandwich or sure. whatever. Like my phone. Comes back, and then he's got more than enough charge to f- complete the trip. So, like, from here to L.A. <laughs> you pull into yeah. a truck stop, and you're like, anybody got a charger? <laughs> well, I like, need a charge. Like, for instance, if you had Professor <laughs> Biggs, who stops 10 times on the way to yeah, and from. Yeah, but that's him peeing. He, if Who's he, peeing? If he plugged it in while he was doing that, Professor he would Biggs? never have any worries. <laughs> Oh, 50%. Oh, no. You don't want to pee on that. Dick turns blue. You can trim this down if you want. He asked a question. I answered it. It was a nice little interview. I'm going to send it off to NPR tomorrow. That was a geeky talk. It's electric car. It's not my fault you don't like cars. Because either Click or Quack is dead. I can't remember which. So they need a new car talk. Hey, yeah, they that's th- right. They they quit. They stopped. They something. Somebody no. died. One died. Yeah. After well, actually, after though, what one one had uh, dementia and then died. Oh. oh, so they were running reruns for a while, not saying what it was, and oh. then he died, and and now they're running reruns forever. So okay, at least half of what you're listening. Well, to Well, you know, at that show too, 
Todd. You can benefit from reruns, right? Because it's like, <laughs> my car makes the noise with the blah, blah. And you're, you could be like, oh, shit, mine does too. And then they can sit there and talk about the problem. And you can you know, go to the mechanic. And he's like, you listen to that fucking show, don't you? God damn it. Yep. Because he's like looking at 2000 Now he's got to do a $500 repair. And, you know, By the way, your talk. Serpentine belt is acting up. Sorry? <sighs> uh, sorry, what a, what a serpent? Yeah, yeah serpent. I, I was gonna yes. say, what, I think he knows. I, th- I, I thought I remember you mentioning something about that. Like, you pulled away the from the restaurant. I was like, oh, oh how'd it sound? Like, it's about to go. No, 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 how did it sound? There you go. Really? Yes. Like, like a dolphin? That was me? Holy shit, I didn't even hear that. It might not be the belt. It could oh, be a good. bearing on something else. <laughs> good. You would know if you, you know, listen to car just, talk. It's not like I have anything else I got to spend money on. So why the saying. fuck not? I'm just saying. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> He's blaming Asshole. <laughs> God damn. The Geek Shock book for November for the book club has been decided. Consider Phlebas, P-H-L-E-B-A-S. I think that's how you pronounce that. By Ian M. Banks. So we will start discussions on that on the Facebook page on the 8th, but you don't have to read it by then. Join us once you finish. So it's not a Rick and Morty thing, then? It is definitely not a Rick and Morty thing. This okay. is older than Rick and Morty. This is, a, this is a sci-fi classic. The beginning of the Culture series, which went on for a shitload of books. In the Deep Fryer. In the Deep Fryer. What? Sorry? It's the shit in the Deep Fryer. Oh. Back to that. Oh, are we? Mm. Uh, he, uh, what what do you what is that? Oh, he's, he's doing what do you, he's, what do you, he's doing his picture. He's he's doing our picture, but he's got this <laughs> massive Rick head, this fuzzy Rick. It's so big he can't even see us. <laughs> I'm pointing right now, so you know exactly when this picture's being taken in the goddamn show. Oh my goodness! Oh jeez. Mm. <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting the countdown there. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like, oh. <laughs> Hence, I wasn't pointing in the picture. Yeah. Yeah, when I took my picture with Kit, I had to do the countdown because I'd like, I'd hit it and take the picture and, and then he'd be like walking away and I'd be like, come here, come here. And yeah. You should know better. <laughs> cats don't care that you want to take a picture. They're like, I got shit to do. I, you you could have stopped the cats don't care. Well, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I, I do know better. That's why I put the countdown in. Yeah. Fine. Tell them. I just did. Represent. Anything else do you do, gentlemen, that's not going to lead to 30 minutes of car talk? <laughs> that wasn't 30 minutes. Every actor. Wow. Jesus. You know Man. I, I have a uh, I have a pass to semen tomorrow. I can probably just go so I can have something to talk about next week. A you pass to semen? You know what? I'm going to table flip the second you go on about your little fucking arcade games and, and your little claw games. <laughs> wow. And your, and, your, and your carnival painting and all that shit. Holy yeah, shit, exactly. Todd. You pressed the button. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, Todd. Man. The first, I was enjoying what Jeff was saying. <laughs> first thing Matt has been interested in. I know. Do you know how rare show. that is, Todd? Let us have a moment. He's obviously on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, guys? Uh, we played more. Well, we didn't do. Oh, I got a ceiling fan. That's, that's great. That's not yeah. terribly geeky, though. So, ceiling fans. Oh, when you God. put them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I wanted to do a shout out because uh, Major Meh and Rum Cake actually, uh, I don't know if it's a late birthday or early Christmas present, but they got a ceiling You're fan. You're both right. <laughs> yeah, really. There you go. And we had uh, a huge argument over which screwdriver was better. 
That was fun. <laughs> Yo, I actually was going to try to make this short. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Matt is wrong. He's a flathead, man. Uh, <laughs> what? It's funny. No, uh, he, he believes Lewis flatheads and... are superior to Phillips heads. That's yeah. correct. You cannot strip them. You can strip flatheads. Very rarely. Not like a Phillips or Robertson's. Do you know Robertson's? Robertson's, yeah. 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 Oh. I like Torx myself. Welcome to Tool Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I am, uh, <laughs> You're a tool. But thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> There's five tools here. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's it, true. We went down to Lowe's. I selected a nice one, burnished nickel finish and uh, uh, nice dome light. And it was really funny getting the, getting <laughs> the fan because the box, the dome light is actually kind of is warm colored. It was kind of kind of orangey. And I was just like, I, I, but the, the sample that was displayed had an alabaster bowl. And I'm like, I want the fr- that frosted glass. What's the, and, and we were, but it's the Pawtucket. So that's, that's the model it is. So I don't understand. So we're like looking around trying to figure out where to, uh, oh, first. First off, had to. I had to. <laughs> Sorry, you started no, it's this. Good, it's good. Just, just, I'm it's, like, it's good. It's like I, I wish I had a picture of Torgo's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Oh, I saw a video it. of by the talking. by the way, Todd. Now I'm doing this deliberately. I know. You, I know you are. I know. I but can feel the, it. the fun we're, part we're, was when they were playing. We're, we're looking. We're looking at the fans. We're looking at the fans. Is it 52 inch or 60? What are we? And the the guy walks up, very helpful, right? And he's like, "Well, what's the size of your living room? If it's 20 by 20 or 20 by 25, you're gonna want a 60 inch And I'm like, "Oh shit." I don't know what the size of my living room is. And, of course, rum cake, little miss, you know, common sense. Call Andy and have him measure it. Oh, no, no, no. She was actually nice, Andy. She's like, could you call Andy and would he be able to measure it? And I was like, oh, shit. And I pulled up the phone and call, and Andy's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, man, can you measure the living room? Pause. Okay. And uh, <laughs> let me go to my tool bag and, you know, rustle, rustle, rustle. And it was so funny, too, because Andy with a, with a measuring tape, you, you, can, you can guess what happened. It sounded like a cheap theatrical <laughs> production with lightning, thunder effects. You, you just hear the... I, I guess pretty close. Yeah. No, that was the thing. He's like, I would say, like, you're 15 by 15, but let me measure it. And it was 13 by 16. So he eyeballed it right. So, so we were like, okay, well, thank you. And then it turned to the guy and we're like 15 by 15. And he's like, oh, oh then a 52 inch will do you fine. So we're looking at them and the one I was liking uh, had a frosted bowl and it was all orangey kind of, kind of warm colored on the box of the Pawtucket of uh, Pawtucket, Pawtucket, sorry. And I was, we were just like, Where'd the guy go? We need the guy's help. And he, so another guy's walking by. He's just trundling along. And we're like, excuse me, the, with the, uh, the bowl and wrong color and uh, the display. And we're just, and so, and, and he's like, uh, well, I don't work electronics. And he's like holding the box. And like, I'm not. Uh, oh, I, I, love those, just, I love those guys who, I'm looking for this. And they just stare at the same wall you just stared at. Yeah. Knowing not a <laughs> bit more than you know. Yeah. Well, what he did <clears> find, he just looked at the box and he looked at us and he pulled out his knife shook, 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 and opened it up and so he set it down and pulled out pieces pulled out the bow alabaster frosted glass and we were like yay and we he's like okay there you go and as a joke we went well 
we don't want an open box. Can you get us in? And the guy leans back, and we start laughing at him. And, and he goes, yeah, that's pretty much how my day's been going. <laughs> but then rum cake. And then rum cake's like, well, can we get an open box discount? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. She is now, by the way, rum cake, mother of gingers. <laughs> yes. The mother of gingers. We were talking about... Uh, discriminating oh no the sacredness of gingers and she's like ah, I'm, I'm not i'm brunette I, I i i'm not a ginger and i was like well you're a mother of gingers that you know that counts for something you know only halfway though but <clears throat> sort of like a dad you know married to a jewish woman his gentile dad oh, okay you know so anyway uh yeah so we got back installed the installed the fan this uh, is i come into the, the 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 matt and lewis show at one point, <laughs> Stephanie was like, we should be recording this because they're just they're arguing about shit. And, and it was just and yeah. Stephanie, she was hilarious because you can tell she's been there right beside Lewis when he's working on something. He's dear. Can you get me the blood? And she gets and dear. Can you get me that? And she gets in and just and she's like, do you want the blah, blah, blah? And he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And she'd go and get. Yeah. And Matt Good team. And, yeah. And they left me way too close to the light switch, though. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Because <laughs> Lewis, he's like, normally, I, I was like, do you want me to flip the, the breaker? And he's like, Always why? flip the breaker, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's, Always. He's like, why? See, the problem there, Lewis used to actually work as an electrician. Right. So he's got that electrician. <laughs> so he's like, the, the switch is down. Don't flip the switch up. Then it'll be fine. And he's, you know. So and then he opens up the the instructions. He's like, "Okay, we got." And Matt's like, "So should we flip this circuit breaker?" And Lewis is like, "Why? We don't need it. The switch is down." And and Andy is sitting in a chair by the switch, and so he sort of like leans over with a look <laughs> on his face as he reaches out for the switch. He's like, "Andy, get away from that." It was funny because I could you could almost imagine him tripping and falling <laughs> against the switch and frying Lewis. It starts to be a joke, but then becomes tragically real. <laughs> it becomes tragedy, comedy to tragedy. Um, but yeah, so and oh, the arguments about screwdrivers. That was some great stuff. And then we finally get it up there, and I'm like, hey, there's a, it's marked there. There's oh, scraping yeah. there. It scuffed your bowl. Scuffed. <laughs> you're gonna want to. You're gonna want to take that back. And I'm like, oh god. What? And, Lewis and is now like, it's noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, oh, you see, you can see it. You turn on the light. Yeah, you can really see it. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. And now the house can never be sold because there's three different fans downstairs that are all from three different decades. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's, it's very It's funny. a realtor's nightmare. Because <laughs> I'm like I'm like this, this fan charity case, apparently, because <laughs> the fan in the dining room, the middle room downstairs, came with the house. But the fan in the TV room replaced the broken fan by a way of a gift from Paulette and Matt. And then the other fan is a gift from, you know, I'm still waiting for Andy to give me some. No. He got me it. I got you a head. <laughs> oh, you got him the He got me the head too? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I've got, I'm got some money. But, you know, my serpentine belt's going. Right. So I can't spend $15 on a Rick head. And I was sad about it, so Andy's like, "Oh, I'll get it for you, fine." I'm rolling in that big movie, that big book money, so you know I can, I yeah, can spend it. Yeah, get that book money. I, I actually, I got paid you know, for the book for the uh, the it was you know all the, the all the writing I did for that. 
it, it's only two hundred dollars, so I, yeah. that's fine. You know, that's 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 perfectly <laughs> fine. But I also had a gig last week where somebody was like, well, "We need somebody to do marker drawings during a presentation." Like, you know, white white whiteboard marking, you know, white, you know, dry erase marking. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I didn't ask, say I did, had done it. I said, sure, I could do that. And so I, I got paid like 350 bucks for 20 minutes work. Right, yeah. yeah there you like, go. Caricature, kids. That's yeah. where the money's at. That's right. Good work if you can find it. Yeah. That one just sort of <laughs> fell in my lap. So I felt I could spend the 15 bucks on the head. Todd, uh, do you think we can head. get to something geeky oh now? My for fuck's oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a Rick head. It is a Rick head. It's a Rick uh, head. It's a, it's a nice visual thing for our podcast. Dorgo. Dorgo, start with the news. Nope. Because <laughs> you see when you... Now, I went to the... Oh, war, man, guys. The war... What, what? That's that, was Morty. that your Morty? Yeah. That was not a Morty. <laughs> oh, like those oh, geez, are per- like those no, are perfect no, Ricks. No, no. <laughs> this is Morty. Oh goddamn Rick! Oh, Rick, Rick. That's there a Morty. Well, his, his was the Morty that fell into the wood chipper. <laughs> it's a Mortimer, is what that was. <laughs> oh jeez, Rick! That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I can do a Morty. <laughs> Nobody here apparently can do a Rick. <laughs> Uh, War Room Games had their uh, their annual celebration when they they opened two years ago. So uh, why what don't I, you tell me? Oh, you're not on social media, so you didn't know when I went to that. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, you're the enemy. <laughs> Did you just laugh at me, Matt? Yes, I don't I know where he is half the time if I don't check social media. So okay. that's a fine point too. Okay, but they had a game there. It's it's fairly new called Discover Lands Unknown. It's a board game. Fortunately, it's one to four people. So, for a game night, right? four people's too too small for us. But it's a survival game turned into a board game, a la like Rust and Ark, yeah, Arc. things like that. Created into a board game, one to four players, and it's ev- apparently every the way it's designed, every box of the board game has its own set of pieces. So nobody's board games are exactly the same. Oh, nice. So collectible, collectible board games. Collectible. So your, your experience with, uh, even though it's a randomized experience, your experience will be different than any others, any others that have bought this game. Hmm. So and I, they were playing it at the at the event, and it was interesting to watch. Oh. As their water got poisoned, and a monster appeared at the well, so they couldn't get water anymore and well enough about flint michigan well thank you that's exactly vote people vote <laughs> nice shirt by the way it's just a pen- to, for all the viewers out there yeah, i'm wearing a mm. pennywise shirt oh wow yeah with my stretch awesome pants oh yeah <laughs> yes your, your howard hughes pants yes. <laughs> <laughs> 1.6 billion there's other geeky things in this yeah. week, but we are going way too long. What? So I will save them for next week and go to a bit of mail, gentlemen. Mail. So I got a few short mail pieces to, to throw at you. Uh, first one uh, from uh, Lamont, the Shadow Scoop. Gentlemen, I write you in order to boast about my child. While the younger generation gets a bad rap, I think they will be okay. At a community party, at an adult, an adult complained that the pothole in the sidewalk was, quote, like the Sarlacc pit. My son gave his first, um, actually. <laughs> nice. He let them know that 
actually the pit of Carcoon that houses the all-powerful Sarlacc. I got a tear of pride. He is a detail geek asshole, much like his old man. Thank you, Lamont, the Shadow Scoop. Get that kid some <laughs> boxing lessons. He's going to need them in a few years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, careful. He'll turn out like Jeff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy sh- Young Sheldon, the, the, the reality series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another piece of mail. Hiya, guys. Thinking about your chat about Andy's latest publication. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And a very apt saying came to me. Art is never finished, only abandoned yes. by Leonardo da Vinci. And also a little plug, I have a new CD coming out December 5th called Coasters that any roller coaster fans might be interested in. All oh. tracks are covers of roller coaster theme music from around the globe that I felt like transcribing and turning into EDM of various kinds. It's pay once you want, so it's free if you want. Have a blast, all of you. Sam Heffernan. Nice. Sam. I, I love this coasters idea. Yeah, so as, as a theme park nut, so I'm looking forward to this, Sam. It's true. Yeah. He uh, he he searches YouTube sometimes for theme park videos to hear like a song that he remembers, but can't remember exactly how it goes. Yeah, I, I've watched it. You went through like 20 videos one time to find like that one that had the song you were looking for. Yes, another failed game with Paint Your Minis. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so wait, wait. The the music that's playing at the roller coaster itself or yes. music people the, set to it. Okay. The theme music that the coasters play throughout oh, the world. I thought it was the band The Coasters. <laughs> and he was co- doing metal coasters. No, he meant and, like drink coasters you put oh. on the table. There are so many coasters at your house. <laughs> so many coasters. I need them. You do. How many coasters you got? 30, 40. He's got a lot. He's got a the lot. The dude throws game parties. Yes, he does. Well, they're not just one. He's like uh, consecutively. There was there was this weird moment in time when coasters were a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like three, I think it was only two or three people gave me packages of coasters. So now I'm swamped in coasters. I was just going to say, to be fair, Andy is his roommate. So well, <laughs> I, I kind of need. I was avoiding that. A but, lot of uh, coasters. Because I have three sets of coasters. Mm-hmm. I have the ones that Mandy gave us, the Australian yeah. ones. Yep, those are yep. around. Yep. Those, those are ones those are right there. I, I have the ones that I made out of perler beads of Pac-Man and Galaga. Ooh, right. nice. And then I have the uh, Eddie beer from Iron Maiden, the the Trooper beer series. Nice. So now, the- I have a he has a he has a bunch of Popeye Wong ones that I bought. The, Popeye Wong. He's a local um, cheesecake artist. That uh, he's a good. Oh, artist, okay. Yeah. Nice. You, you come I love the, the name. You'll probably that see Wong. You'll that, probably seeing it at the Vegas Valley Comic Festival. There you go. Selling stuff there. Speaking of, we yeah, will be. I was going to say, nice segue. Yeah, yeah. We will be at this weekend the Vegas Valley Comic Book Festival. That's this, I that, won't. That's this weekend. <laughs> oh, this, okay. weekend. this weekend on Saturday, we'll be kicking it off at 10 a.m. with a live recording, right and early. So 10 a.m. is when it starts. So our call is 9:30. At least. <laughs> at least 9.30. I'll be there at least an hour early. Oh, okay. <coughs> 9 o'clock call. But join us if you're in town. Please come by, see us, Say laugh hi. at our jokes. Uh, our jokes. Flamingo in Maryland, correct? Flamingo in Maryland. Or oh, West, really. Flamingo in... I know, but I'm Escondido. saying closest major Escondido, cross thank you. And, uh, Flamingo in Maryland. Yeah, right across from that 
Because everybody knows we're Flamingo in Maryland. People don't remember where Flamingo yeah, in. Yeah, that's right Escondido by Alternative is. Reality College. There you go. Go right, see yeah. Ralph and then just drive through the back. Oh, and shit. Then right I thought you were wrong, but it is 10 o'clock. Okay, I got to watch myself because I'm also ferry, probably ferrying people back and forth to the hotel. So, Oh, yeah. You are the driver, man. He's the gopher. I gotta clean my car out. Shit. Go for this. Uh, go for uh-oh. that. Uh-oh. Be- because you deserve it. News you don't give a shit about. Uh-huh. Burn. So the first hour of the program for you. <laughs> I can't deny it. Uh-huh. Speaking of news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> wow. You got to admit, he was actually rather calm and collected in looking at me. That was a hell of a baseball game this weekend. <laughs> I will say that. 18 innings, people. Holy crap. That's nuts. I, I, Are you really talking sports right now? Yeah. Holy I shit. I actually watched. I turned now, that game on. I wanted to witness this. That was Holy essentially shit. two games. Yes. Like, yeah, just, we had two just, full games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, in fact, they sang, take me out to the ball game twice. <laughs> really? Yes. How many Holy times did they sweet Caroline? Uh, no, I have no idea. Even in sports, he'll pillow. <laughs> they do Sweet Caroline. It's the Red Sox, dude. It's Yeah, the Red Sox do that. Oh! He, it, it's still a pillow. Okay. No, it's, it, it's not like Andy just says total non sequiturs. It's tangential. <laughs> and, and not, I was, I was and not going from one song to another song. They're both playing the baseball game. Tangential. Because you're he, a dick. He's not saying he's, he's not telling us <laughs> what, to inform us. He's telling was, us to show off. Yes. What he meant to say, Andy, was because reasons. Oh, because reasons. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. News you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett is a clone of his father, Django, who wears the armor of the infamous Jesus, spoiler. warrior group, the Mandalorians. That by the time the Star Wars film started rolling in Episode One, had transition transitioned to a mostly pacifist. Society. This sounds familiar. Did you do this last week? No. That didn't stop <laughs> Fett or his father from trading on the reputation of the Mandalorians, but the upcoming Jon Favreau show, The Mandalorians, looks to be the main focus as far as the clan goes in any new Star Wars media. At a Black Panther screening, Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that the Boba Fett movie was no more and that The Mandalorians was now the new focus. Uh, the sentiment, sentiment was confirmed by Deadline. Uh, Entertainment Weekly also confirmed the cancellation of the film, and in the process, they revealed that the story would, the movie would have focused on Fett and the rest of the bounty hunters who were introduced on the deck of the Star Destroyer in The Empire Strikes Back. Dengar! Yeah, characters Dengar, Bosk, uh, Bosk, sorry, uh, Forlom, IG-88. Uh, and Logan director James Mangold was the director attached to direct Fett. So I'm kind of sad that never happened I'm sad that's not happening yeah uh, if there's any moment of that original series where I want more of that came out of my heart mm-hmm. was that moment when Vader had all those bounty hunters up there and I wanted to know about more about all of them because they yep. all looked fantastic some of my favorite toys were those dudes you wanted the IG-88 you wanted to know why he pointed and said no disintegration yeah, sure. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of sad this is not happening. I mean, it's sad it's not I mean, happening, but Mandalorian as a TV series is going to oh, be fun. Oh, sure. That'll but that's fun. a whole different creature because, yeah. again, Boba Fett is taking the armor of the Mandalorians and using the reputation. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's not a Mandalorian. Maybe they'll do a novel. Maybe Chuck Wendig can write it. They did a little shut up. They did a <laughs> lot of actually. <laughs> 
Andy. He, he's, what just, the he's, fuck? Tr- he's just trying to put his knuckle in my heart. <laughs> twist a little. Oh, from pillowing to knuckling the heart. <laughs> Andy's knuckling. And he, he hasn't been taken <laughs> off of any Star Wars novelizations. He's, Lucasfilm is still behind him, from what I understand. The one that's owned by Marvel and Disney? Like I said, that's why I'm not mad at the Star Wars thing. Okay. And that's why I'm mad at Marvel Comics. Okay. That's why the Marvel character shits are gone. The Star Wars stuff is still here. That's the conversation we had last week, Andy. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, thanks for bringing it up, you shit. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't I know. Just I just realized. Right. Yeah, because somebody doesn't listen to the oh damn my. show. <laughs> Surprise. Wow. <laughs> You really, how much money did you waste? <laughs> he didn't burn them. He just put them in a box. Yeah, they're, 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 they're in storage. Yeah, wow. he's looking around. Wow. <laughs> but just think, now you got to fill with other stuff. I got, I got room again. Yeah, that's, that's Yeah, horrible. Lucasfilm. Yeah. He'll eventually take it out of the box. Boba Fett's and stuff. Yeah, like I said, it's not a, it's not a boycott or anything. I just don't want to see it, it for a while. Makes him sad to see it, is it? Yeah. News you don't give a shit about. This is for you, Matt. What streaming service is coming? Apple intends to launch its subscription Fuck streaming you. service in the first half of 2019. God damn it. <laughs> the plan is to start the service in the United States and quickly roll it out from there to more than 100 countries around the world, immediately putting Apple service into direct competition with Netflix and Amazon Prime Video. Those two latter services are in more than 190 and 200 nations, respectively. Apple intends to give its streaming service a leg up by offering its original content for free on all Apple devices, presumably including iPhones, iPads, MacBooks, and so on. Viewers will also be able to purchase traditional subscriptions to other TV networks through the Apple service. Of course, the service will also be available through Apple TV. That streaming device has a smaller market share at 28% than Roku at 37%, but a larger slice in the market than the Amazon Fire at 25%. The company is said to be spending a billion dollars on content. Oh, God. And there's supposedly around 20 projects in development. At least 20% of them are genre-oriented. Uh, Ronald D. Moore, uh, who last worked on Outlander, is working on a space-based show called For All Mankind, while Jason Momoa, Aquaman, is slated to headline a show called The Sea, that is reportedly set in an epic future worldscape. Apple also picked up the long-developed Amazing Stories reboot from the Steven Spielberg and is preparing an adaptation of Isaac Asimov's sci-fi milestone Foundation. So, God damn it. So, <clears throat> uh-oh. God damn it. Does Momoa have some sort of aquatic connection in Game of Thrones? Nope. Nope. No. Okay, so it's just everything else he's being. It's actually that's it's kind of his latest thing. He's, no, no, he was he was in Stargate Atlantis too, right? Yes, yes, he was. Okay, well, that's aquatic. Not really. Doesn't Stargate Atlantis take place underwater? It starts on underwater, top, but the the city of Atlantis floats in the sea. Okay, it's obvious, but it's water. The There's ocean there. Actually, Game and, of and why, why are you bringing this up? Because he's got that, he's got Aquaman, and now he's got this, whatever this water thing is he's doing. He's getting typecast as the water guy. <laughs> it just says, set in an epic future landscape. It doesn't the say title. anything about water. The it's, title. It, 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 S, it's spelled, it's spelled S-E-E. <laughs> oh. C. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't reading the captions. <laughs> 
Nice. This is what happens when you cold read, Torgo. That is awesome. That is awesome. I heard the same thing, Andy. I was like, oh, the sea. Okay, so what? Water world? All right. <laughs> Even on the non-genre side, Apple's planning to make a conservative mark. It signed the office star Steve Carell for a new series that will also feature Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. And if all that content is offered for free on the reported 1.3 billion active Apple devices operating in the world today, uh, Apple might just create a sizable footprint in the marketplace when it debuts next year. Where the one place that you can see Isaac Asimov's The yeah, Foundation. I know. One Not going place. To. Not gonna see it. No. Wow. Maybe I'll sell Tortuga. Uh, <laughs> well, that's happening. That is right. Pirating is 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 on. What are you the, talking about? Is on the up. Shh, don't stop. <laughs> don't say anything. We don't not know privateers <laughs> circling us. Okay. Privateers. Privateers. I like privateers. 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 I think we should change the podcast name. The Perviteers. <laughs> Oddly fitting. Perviteers. <laughs> After the beginning of this episode? Yeah, yes. I was going to say, the, the first half hour of the episode, sure, why not? Hey, I wasn't the perv. I was taking Are you advantage sure? of Perviteers and electric cars. That's our new show. <laughs> uh, that air blows. <laughs> oh, wow. That sucked. Just for that, you get a new news you don't give a shit about. Yay! Uh, I like it. He's the one that hates it. I know. So and we're enjoying it even more because of that. Yeah, exactly. So more. Come on, pervert. Christie's auction house has just sold something created by an AI. <laughs> of course it did. According to Vulture, the picture was billed by Christie's as being, quote, the first portrait generated by an algorithm to come up for auction, unquote. The AI creation called Edmund de Bellamy from La Famille de Bellamy was estimated to go for somewhere between $7,000 and $10,000. It ended up going for $432,000. Fucking rich people. How did they get... Oh, my stupid idiots. Watch the documentary about uh, the art world. It's, uh, it's eye-opening. The item was created by a group of French students who go by the name of Obvious. The picture itself is nothing special. Yeah, but what's the name? <laughs> it's, it's obvious. What is it? Yeah, but I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm not getting it. The name of the group is obvious. What? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, what's the name of the group? It's the name of the group. What Third is? base. But it's obvious. <laughs> You're telling us it's yes. obvious. Well, I I'm not exactly seeing it. it. <laughs> it's obviously obvious. How does this relate to the ocean? <laughs> the picture itself. You see. Is, oh, Jesus. The picture itself is nothing special. It really just looks like a generic white guy sitting in a generic bath of generic colors. And there's a reason for that. It was created by an open source program called GAN, which has been used in the art world for some time now. Uh, Obvious fed the computer 15,000 portraits that were done between the 14th and 20th centuries. And the program created a, quote, optical common denominator, unquote, of that information. <laughs> That'd be white guy. The printed image that resulted from this was approximately worth over $400,000 to an anonymous French person who <laughs> bid by phone. Are those AI-created commercials real, or is that something just pretending, make, having fun with it? There's like a AI-created um, uh, attorney commercial and... Uh, 
You don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Keep going. Oh, on. you mean the 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 person got an AI, made it watch a whole bunch of attorney exactly. commercials, and then said, "Write your own." I, and, I have a feeling that that is not actual AI. Yeah. Well, they, they, the 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 I don't I I think the trans because all they did was transcript. They said just make your own script for an attorney thing, and it it was ridiculous. So. Jeff's <laughs> <laughs> over there pounding his, hand, yeah, pounding his hand like a gavel, like I have I was, something to include. I know. <laughs> and we all stopped his yes. <laughs> like, well, yeah. you know, I was just know. fidgeting. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> Looks over like, wait, he's got something know, to say. <laughs> we were all poised. It's oh, better to burn out than fade Jeff, away. Jeff is going to speak. News <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a shit about. Now this one's especially for Andy. What? Are, are you are you playing I'm Pokemon looking, Go? I'm looking for the commercial. <laughs> oh, the Olive Garden one. That's even better. Thank you, Paul. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the Olive Garden. The news you don't give a shit about. A Catholic group has yep. as a knife. <laughs> thank you to Shock Monkey Elizabeth for sending this one to me. A Catholic group has recently released a video game that resembles the mobile game Pokemon Go. The Vatican-blessed game is called JC Go. Not Pokemon Go? Not Pokemon Go, no. <laughs> JC Go. <laughs> it wouldn't be that smart. Uh, where players are tasked to collect saints and other religious figures to join your evangelation team. Evangelation? Yeah. All right. Uh, isn't that the show that Paul liked with, with the anime? I think so, yeah. Evangelation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The, the, the song by Rod Stewart. You mean Evangelia? No, Evangelation. Evangelation yeah. Okay. Evangelation. Yeah. Those commercials are fake, by the way. I just tried to look that up. So, But they're funny. JC Go was reported by an Italian newspaper, which revealed that players won't need to attack saints and other biblical figures to collect them. Oh, oh I beg to differ, it's, Trebek. It's, it's, <laughs> that's good, because they're a bitch to take out. Players must <laughs> merely answer a question, and the biblical figure will automatically be added to your team. Similar to Pokemon Go, players can explore real-life locations to locate and collect saints. Gotta martyr them all. The idea for the game was developed by a... took me a moment to translate that. Murderer. <laughs> the idea is hard word. The idea for the game was developed by a Catholic evangelical group who made the app in preparation for World Youth Day 2019 that will take place in Panama in January. Panama. It importantly also got the seal of approval from Pope Francis, who thinks it's awesome. It'll be so cool when there's a rapture and everybody comes out of the ground and you're just like looking on your phone and you just pan around and all the bodies are bursting from the earth. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I got to know when this is a hit and it expands to other biblical characters. Yeah. Then you get because I, I want to collect Jephthah. That's the remind me who Jephthah is. Uh, Jephthah is the person in the Old Testament who made the promise to God that he would sacrifice the first person he saw when he gets home from the war if he's successful in it. He's successful in it, and he gets home, and his little daughter runs up to him, and. And he then starts wailing because he has to then sacrifice his daughter. And she's like, it's okay, Daddy. I'll just go up to the hills for two weeks and mourn my virginity. And then you can come back and kill me. And he does. And praise God. Wow. 
All right. Collect Jephthah. That's some Old Testament shit. Yeah, right that is truly. Who's, who's, who's the woman that uh, kills the guy with the tent spikes? Kills the guy with the tent spikes. Kills the general with the tent spikes. Is that Ruth? Spikes. Might be Ruth. I think it might be Ruth. Okay. Not positive on that one. Real but... Wrath of God type shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Weekend Geek! Yay! You sure you don't have any more news you can give a shit about? Uh, this one actually can go either way. Perfect. Uh, hoping. Since its debut in 2003, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise has oh, grossed God. over oh, yeah. $4.5 billion for Disney. Yeah, you're right. I don't give a shit about this. The media giant is looking to reboot oh, the Pirates franchise and is in talks with writers. According to Deadline, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, the scribes who gave us the two Deadpool films, are in talks with Disney about bringing pirate adventures back to the big screen. Mm. Well, but maybe. without Johnny Depp, more than likely, and that's and that's no, actually, no, they've already said that. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm on board with this. Wow, interesting. Uh, he'll make a cameo, guaranteed. No, they've yes, already said he's he like, will. He's, 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 he's yes, he will. He knows. Matt knows. He will make a cameo. Matt's he'll in the know. I mean, the writers. I like the writers. I, li- I like the writers, and I'm open for more pirate stories. That don't star Jack Sparrow when yeah. it comes down to it. I'm character was great for his time, but the character was great in one film. <laughs> it inspired a lot of I annoying disagree, cosplayers that I'm ready to to move on to new pirate stories. So sure. I don't see anybody else writing pirate movies, so by all means, Disney, go for it. I mean, I will admit I haven't seen the last one. But the Man. first three films First one was really good. First one was good. Second one, not half as good as the first. Didn't see it. And the third one was god-awful. Didn't see it either. I did see the fourth one, though. Saw the first one and which, the fourth one. Which reminds That's me the which mermaids one. The mermaids one. Okay. That's one that pissed me I off. I think I saw half of that, and I never finished it. Now you're That's making one that me off. I never went back. That's me off. I just... That's... I kind of started getting bored with it. I was just like, yeah. It wasn't great. I'll go back and finish this later. And then I think I ended up deleting it off the DVR and never went back and watched it. Yeah. The, so the fourth one's the one that pissed me off because it was on Stranger Tides. But they bought, they basically bought the title so that somebody else would Oh, that's the Tim the, Powers yes. book. Yes. Uh, and I, I know everyone dashes on the third one, but I, I think the first three hold together nicely. The first one is obviously way better because we didn't expect it. But I think the second two are fine. Okay. Second two and three are fine. I still remember watching the first one. <clears throat> I was blown the fuck yeah. away. What an extraordinary performance. Very bold. Sure. I was I was just sitting there like he he's not only doing this, but he's fucking pulling it off. This is actually working. And it just blew me the fuck away. That was extraordinary. And whatever you feel about those movies. That's a friggin' iconic character. Yeah. 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 So much so that it's the ride now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean. Comes and a, people accepted it. That odd combination of the outward appearance of the bumbling fool that just happens to be probably one of the smartest men in the room. Drunken monkey jacked up. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The live action feature film adaptation of Attack on Titan has found a director. Warner Brothers has finalized a deal with its Andy Muschietti. Who's? Who? Muschietti. Who's Muschietti? Well, okay. <laughs> it doesn't work with this one. <laughs> it Which one? Oblivion or whatever they're... 
of obvious. Oblivious. Oblivion? It's what? Oblivious. <laughs> what? <laughs> now, it's oblivious, huh? Does the mushietti come with meatballs? <laughs> a side of spaghetti. I don't do spaghetti on the side. Mushietti. Call back. <laughs> rose to prominence with It Chapter 1 and is still in production on Chapter 2. He's also attached to the live-action Robotech movie. Uh, Warner Brothers' Attack on Titan is based on the popular manga of the same name, written and illustrated by Hajime Isayama, which since debuting in 2009 has some 76 million copies in print. Wow. It features a world where humans live in giant-walled cities, which are necessary to protect them from enormous and hungry humanoid creatures called Titans. Harry Potter's David Heyman is producing alongside Masioka and Muschietti's sister, Barbara Muschietti. The property has had the live-action big-screen treatment once before. Uh, Shinji Hijuchi directed a Japanese version in sure. 2019, <laughs> which we're going to run with that, which is released in two parts. Part one made $5.1 million in the U.S., the equivalent of $27 million in Japan, and was the seventh-highest-grossing film in Japan in 2015. Uh, part two underperformed, however, giving both parts an overall take of $46 million. Huh. Uh, yeah, I saw the Japanese live-action film, the first part, and it's the first half of it's really good. Second half of it, kind of, not so much. Yeah. The how are the when the Titans are on the screen, it's great. I was gonna <laughs> ask because I, I still remember the first time I saw it on the the anime, and just the way they run, that that they really captured an incredibly creepy, weird. Blah, you know, your whole body. It's literally just like, this is so wrong. And their face is just full of stupid, and it yeah. just makes them all that scarier. Yeah, yeah. Running like babies. Still my favorite anime series that I've seen thus far. I've only seen the first season, though. Yeah, and it's not like they're cranking it out. Yeah. And Okay, I thought no. you had something to add, just you <laughs> not. Well, first no. Jeff, now Andy. <laughs> You're next, No, uh, oh, I, I, I had a band, but it went out of my head. You had a band? Band yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Name of his cover band. Face Full oh. of Stupid. <laughs> yes. Face Full of Stupid. <laughs> cover it, band four. Uh, I can't remember the name of the band now. Um, uh, Dead Milkman. Cheap Trick cover band. Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy has a face full of stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't argue. <laughs> My name, Angus. I, I, you, uh, uh, you're thinking ACDC. No, what's the guy? What's the lead singer of Cheap Trick? <laughs> the lead singer? Yeah. Or the, Isn't the, it or the guitarist. The, it's Jonathan Trick or James Cheap. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was about to Google them. <laughs> the name you're looking for, Andy, <laughs> is Robin Zander. Yeah. That guy's got a face full of stupid. The Xander's are, are you sure you're not talking about the guitarist? I don't know. Because he's looking the one up. that seems to make all the faces. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> true. Great. Which one's the one that looks stupid? Which one's the, What's the name of the guitarist? Which one? What's the name of the stupid one? Uh, Rick Nielsen <laughs> is the guitarist. Rick Nielsen's a great guitarist, and I, I love his goofy faces. And then, of course, Bun E. Carlos, the drummer. Wow. He's, he's the stupid one, Bunny. Yeah. Bunny Carlos. And the E this is his guy. middle name. This dude right here. Jonathan Cheap. 
This this the guy, the guy with the green hat. Yeah, that's, that's the guitarist. The guitarist. Yeah, yeah, that's a face full of stupid right there. <laughs> very talented guitarist, though. Absolutely, but his face looks stupid. At one point, he wow, had like Andy. wow. The, at one point, he had like the largest sorry pri- privately <laughs> held collection of guitars anywhere wow. in the world. Like wow, he, like he did a tour of his house one time on like MTV and showed like the thousands of guitars he has. It's amazing. Nice. I didn't say he was stupid. I said his face looks. He had a face whole stupid. It's he hams it up when he's on stage. Yeah, that's that's his thing. Kind of yeah. like what you do here in the podcast. <laughs> Ham it up. Ham it up. Yeah. Uh, now who's got the face full of stupid? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll wear that. <laughs> <laughs> Mice and Mystics, Jerry Hawthorne's RPG board game in which players have been shape-shifted into mice. What? I don't want to play this game. Will get the feature film treatment with DreamWorks Animation. Andre Aja, the director behind The Hills Have Eyes, Horns, and Piranha 3D, will direct (laughs) while writing the script with Aquaman screenwriter David Leslie Johnson. The animated film will adapt the game. Here's a description of the game from their website. I, I I need to get this game. Yeah, in, I'm looking it up now. In oh, Mice man. and Mystics, players take on the roles of those still loyal to the king. But to escape the clutches of Venestra, they have been turned into mice. Play as a cunning field mouse who must race through a castle now 20 times larger than before. The castle would be a dangerous place with Venestra's mis- minions in control. But now countless other terrors also await heroes who are but the size of figs. Play as nimble Prince Colin and fence your way past your foes or try Nez Bellows, the burly smith. Confound your foes as the wizened old mouse Maginos or protect your companions as Tilda, the castle's former healer. Every player will have a vital role in the quest to warn the king and will take careful planning to find Venestra's weakness and defeat her. Mice and Mystics is a cooperative adventure game in which players work together to save an imperiled kingdom. That right there stops you from playing it. Cooperative game. Work I together. like cooperative no, shut games. Up. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. You know there's going to be a betrayal yeah. element somewhere in there. You'll yeah. find. In the expansion. It looks gorgeous. It's one to four player. God damn it. They will face countless adversaries such as rats, cockroaches, and spiders. And of course, the greatest of all horrors. The castle's house cat, Brody. Oh, look at these minis. Oh. It's full of minis. Oh, it's lots of minis to paint. You get you get the the mice you get to choose from, and then you get like 19 minions to paint. Mm. One to four? One to four. You can solo this? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Mice huh. and Mystics is a boldly innovative game that thrusts players into an ever-changing interactive environment and features a rich storyline that the players help create as they play the game. And the cheese system allows players to hoard crumbs of precious cheese they find on their journey and use it to bolster their mice with grandiose new abilities and overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds. Oh, the yeah. cheese system. I'm ready for a six cheese power. Uh, I Yeah, I want to see this movie. <laughs> I want to play the game. I want to see the movie yeah. based on this game. That sounds fun. At this point, I want to see Andy playing the game. I just (laughs) film it. Film that. Yep. We'll film it for the podcast. Yes. Uh, A little sad news. Character actor James Karen has died at age 94. Karen notably played the man in plenty of genre fare, whether it was college president in Congo or a governor in Piranha. 
In Return of the Living Dead, he accidentally unleashed zombies, while Mulholland Drive let him be the stunned punchline after a steamy audition scene. But perhaps his most recognizable role was in Poltergeist, as the developer Mr. Teague, who built the Freeling's house on top of old gravestones. He never moved the bodies. Without moving the dead bodies. He only moved the headstones. Only moved the headstones! Why?! Karen's career spanned over 200 films, including The Unborn, Wall Street, Nixon, Any Given Sunday, Opening Night, The Pursuit of Happiness, and Apt Pupil. His final film appearance is listed as the horror comedy film Cynthia. Hmm. I didn't realize he was... Ni- it was a 94, right? Yeah. Such I didn't a, realize he uh, was up there. I mean, he's been too early. so <laughs> many different things. You know what? He is one of the reasons to watch Return of the Living Dead. He is so good in that film, and his arc in that film is fantastic. I haven't, and he's the reason why the world gets destroyed. I haven't seen that in years. When we was were you with me when we saw uh, Max Brooks? Somebody brought up that movie to Max Brooks on stage. Oh, yeah. And he called it the minstrel show of zombie movies. Uh, <laughs> okay, it is. It's a horror comedy. There's no yeah. getting through it. But it, I just remember the topless punk chick. That was burned into my, my teenage eyes. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. That Linnea Quigley, the screen queen of the Is that time. who that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. No wonder it burned in there. Mm. Uh, one of the great horror soundtracks, that movie. One of the most fun zombie movies ever made. And I believe the first zombie movie that gave us running zombies. Hmm. Hmm. Love that film. Okay, I, I love this next piece. As, as, a, as a reader, this goes right to the heart of joy. Uh, both the 1951 film The Thing from Another World and John Carpenter's 1982 version of the tale, simply called The Thing, are based on a 1938 novella called... Oh, who goes there? Yes, written by John W. Campbell. Campbell is a literary sci-fi legend, serving from 1937 until his death in 1971, as the editor of one of the most influential genre magazines of all time, Astounding Stories of Super Science, later and still known as Analog Science Fiction and Fact. But before taking over editorial duties on the magazine and published and publishing similar works, my authors like Isaac Asimov, Jack Williamson, Robert A. Heinlein, and others, Campbell himself was a writer. And the last major piece of fiction he published was Who Goes There?, in which a team of researchers stationed in the Antarctic battle the shape-shifting occupant of a crashed alien ship. But now, a longer version of that story may be coming to light decades after being locked away. While researching his new book, Astounding, John W. Campbell, Isaac Asboff, Robert A. Heinlein, Ron Hubbard, and the Golden Age of Science Fiction, author Alec Neville learned that Campbell had written a novel-length version of that story, which he cut down for publication in the magazine. Wow. Spotting a reference in one of Campbell's surviving letters to a box of manuscripts the editor had sent to Harvard for archiving, uh, Navala Lee tracked down the box at the university and discovered that it contained Frozen Hell, the full-length original version of Campbell's story. Oh, my. It seemed that Campbell had mentioned Frozen Hell a few times, but had not indicated that it was a novel, with Neville Lee saying, quote, 
I didn't think anybody had any idea that it existed, unquote. The latter also described the differences between the published novella and the unpublished novel, such as a 45-page section dedicated to the discovery of the thing's spacecraft that was condensed for publication. Uh, next to get involved is Gregory, uh, John Gregory Betancourt, who runs independent publishing imprint Wildside Press and is the manager of Campbell's literary estate. Uh, taking the partial final draft and rough draft of the novel that Campbell had left behind, Betancourt edited them into a final version, launched a Kickstarter to fund to raise money to get the novel published. The fund's original goal of $1,000 was quickly blown away, with the campaign raising $58,000 from almost 2,200 backers, at, as, as I said, but 38 days still to go. Woof. The book is now expected to arrive in January 2019 in digital paperback and hardcover editions with bonus features in the hardcover and will give readers a glimpse of Campbell's original vision some 80 years after he first conceived of it and 37 years after the most faithful version of the story reached the screen. So that Kickstarter is still open? You said? It is still open for 38 days. Man. So that's if you want to get in on that hardcover, yeah. that's how you do it. Go, Andy. I just might. I'm, I'm definitely buying the digital version when it comes out in January. That's cool. I'm so excited by this. This is this is the horror sci-fi readers version of horror film lovers discovering London after midnight in a vault. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, Lovecraft stuff is all I think at Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that that's around for people to pour through. You can find the manuscripts and get the. Uh, Right. Get the original stuff and see what they're actually doing. Ugh. Brown University. Makes me happy. Uh, you know what? January, February, book of the month. Mm. Ah, for the Geek Shock Book Club? Uh. That, that might be the suggestion. That could very well be. Expect it to a Geek Shock Book Club yeah. nomination coming <laughs> near you. Near you. Yeah, yeah you, you're moving me along. Is that the. Hey, near you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd, quit holding up the show. Yeah, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. <clears throat> Let's talk about some more electric guitars. Speaking of Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the I, want film. Exp- I want that expanded. Yes. You know, you I, want, I want Old Testament. Brahma and Vishnu and. Oh, you're and, going oh, hardcore. Greek yeah. and Roman mythology. Right you know, go to the Dakota Hills. And, then you can battle them. That'd be great. Yeah. I choose you, Baylor. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Coyote versus Loki. Oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, dude. And there's no stopping anyone. These are all license free characters. Go yeah. make this. <laughs> They're all in the public domain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Except, Jace, except for Muhammad. Don't fuck with that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Holy oh, shit. You had to go yeah. there. God, John, did, John Oliver did a fucking hilarious thing where he was like, and now the prophet Muhammad. And psh, a blank pick, a blank uh, screen shows up behind him for the image. And he's like, for some reason, the uh, art department couldn't uh, didn't go with, with the image. We, we don't have an image. And it was it was very fucking funny. The film adaptation of Norton Jester's classic 1988 fantasy novel for young readers. 88. <laughs> what did you tell Wow, that's some old news. Yeah, this, this novel is from 1961. The Norton Jester uh, classic 1961 fantasy novel for young readers, The Phantom Tollbooth, has found its director, 
Carlos Saldana, who directed Ferdinand, will helm the movie for TriStar. Saldana took over for Matt Schachman, who was a director of Game of Thrones, who ended up having to give it a pass due to reported scheduling conflicts. The film is going to be live action. Its latest draft, penned by Ted Melfi, who wrote Rio, screenwriters Michael uh, Vukadonov- Vukadonovich, <laughs> who uh, wrote some of Marvel's Runaways, and Phil Johnson, who wrote Zootopia, has I've also been involved. First published in 1961, God damn it, the phone at Phantom Tollbooth follows Milo, a bored young man who finds himself in another car talk, in another fantastical world, when a Tollbooth appears in his room. Featuring touches of Ronald Dahl and Lewis Carroll, the novel explores abstract concepts like time and figures of speech. On his adventures, Milo is joined by Tock, a giant dog with a clock embedded in its body. Did you say phone booth or toll booth? Tollbooth. Okay. And a tollbooth. Okay. You were trying to catch me on that one. You <clears throat> no, no, no. You take, ha, the tandem no, phone no, booth. No. You thought it was a TARDIS reference? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh. Or a Bill and Ted's Now reference. we know where they got it from. Right. Fuckers. Um, it was made in a movie in the 70s. Or in the uh, an animated movie. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's pretty quick. Nine years to movie. Going from it was ninety years from novel to movie back then is was, was pretty cool. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> it was super popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was wasn't that like before he went through the toll booth? It was live action, and then it became animated. I don't. I never saw it. I don't think I ever saw it either. I remember seeing yeah. scenes. My best oh, friend right. from high school loved that movie, and so uh, he made me watch it. I think that that's what happened. That's cool. If that's what happened. Yeah, Wizard, I remember reading the book of Oz in, the, it? in the sixth grade, and uh, and liking it a lot. But I've, I've never revisited it since. Hmm. hmm. I might have to change that. I yeah. Mean, in the need for a quick read. You do that. That was the need for a quick read. I read "I Am Slaughter," uh, which is one of the Warhammer 40k novels, and uh, not bad. One of the better ones I've read in a while. Who? Uh, what was it about? Like it, which? It's a. Uh, are they called the Emperor's Fist or something? Something Fist. Imperial Fist. Imperial Fist. The yellow guys. Yes. Yes. Now that's the sequel to the Rub One Out VR experience. <laughs> <laughs> the Imperial Fist. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, is that what you call it? <laughs> and yeah, it was a mixed live action. Anime. Okay. But uh, not a bad story. <clears throat> Uh, probably one of the more we've get, been asked the question before: What Warhammer novel is approachable by somebody who has not read it? Oh God! This is probably one of the closer ones that I've read, where I I didn't need to have a Warhammer 40k wiki open next to me. <laughs> does to, to does Black Library even even care about producing entry level Black ri- Library? Don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't care for Jack at all. They don't give a Fuck it all. They've got that. Bu- they they have a built-in audience. I mean, there are enough people that this. Uh, Apparently, because wow. and I, I've talked to people like, yep, I've read everything Black Library's ever produced, and I'm like, you're insane. That's amazing. I don't even read that much. You're insane and a fucking liar. They, I mean, we we talked about this before because like Dan Abnett is not a bad author, right? So, and he's the one that wrote this. I am slaughtered. Right. Oh, there you go. And he, you know, he he's he's there. He's a name there. So that's mm-hmm. just like. Okay, they've got people writing. It's not doesn't sound like your typical tie-in 
knock it out in 90 days and let's get it on the shelf like so many other properties can be. There, there's so many terms that are just f- for Warhammer 40K. And you get to know them after a while and just playing with the game and encountering the various characters as you're painting and reading about whatever army you're putting together. But man, it's even even me, who's got now three codexes and have pl- had three different variations of 40K over the years, I open crack one of these opens and sometimes I'm like, the who's a what's now? Mm. What is that? But... Right, but I'm, this one was, just was very it up approachable. As they go. Let me bring this back around for some full circle. In the beginning here, the uh, Phantom Tollbooth, uh, 1970 movie. Milo was played by Butch Patrick, Eddie from the Munsters. Oh wow, that does bring it around. Mel Blanc was a voice in there. Mel too. Blanc, Dawes Butler, uh, June Foray, and Hans Conrad. What's your June Foray? Yeah. Hans. Hans. What's your reach around? Write to us. Comments what? at UglyCouchShow.com. Hey, that's what we did. We did a reach around right there. Uh, that's, uh, that's what he that's called. called he, he imperial fisted it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Reach around the VR experience. Yeah. That one. I need a haptic feedback. And until this Sunday live or next week recorded, I Sunday? am Torgo. Saturday. Hey, Jeff. Sorry, yeah, Saturday. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. Checking facts. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. Hey, we'll talk to you Saturday. Is that what I'm hearing? Saturday. 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 In the park. Live. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. In the morning. So he'll be there 9 a.m. Sunday morning. morning. Where are those In the morning. fuckers? In the morning. God damn it. I and told them. Fortunately, we can record without them. And why won't they open these doors? Yeah, really. We'll just record on our phones. <laughs> you ever heard, ever heard Butch Patrick's music? Nope. He had a, he had a no. rock band. Did he? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Eddie and the Munsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, one of the songs was, Whatever Happened to Eddie? Da, 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 da. Basically. <laughs> Fuck Andy. <laughs> yeah, he set, the, he set lyrics to that no, song. No, sing more of that, please. I don't remember the lyrics. They were awful. <laughs> wow. What's what's the guy's name again? Butch Patrick. Butch Patrick. What's and the Sundance Kid. What uh, What's his cover band? The Butch Butch Patrick's cover band? Yeah. Wait. What, what's the phrase? <laughs> Butch Patrick? Well, I'm asking you to reverse engineer. Oh, what is he? What is his? What would he? What is he, What cover band would he play in? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he, not that he he'd play. He'd play in the Goonie Ghoulies cover band. Okay, there you go. That's fine. What are they called? The Goonie Ghoulies cover band. Yeah. Do you know the Goonie Ghoulies? I know, but what's the cover They're band? They're the, the monster band from um, yes. Sabrina the Teenage Witch animated right. show. But what's yeah. the cover band of them? Of the Goonie Ghoulies? Yes. Uh, the Goonie yeah. Goo The Goonie Goo The Goonie, exactly what I was thinking. That <laughs> <laughs> phrase got stuck in my head and I couldn't think of anything the else. What the hell is a Goonie Goo Goo? Goo Goo. Ah, the Goo Goo Goo. The Goo Goo Dolls. You married a Squaw Squatch. The Goo Goo Dolls. The Goo Goo Dolls. That's nice. Tough to say, too. <laughs> Google dolls. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Google dolls. All right. Now Google, tell- Google and, Bordello. And, and Google Bordello's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing with our name? <laughs> All right. Or, or now whatever. that we have this time ahead, Jeff, tell me more about this electric car. <laughs> Come on. You haven't heard enough yet? I haven't. Go ahead. It was fun it to up. drive. I heard it was shocking. I, I had a good time. Vroom, vroom. No, no. Tell me about, oh, tell me about the torque. No, he really gets a charge out of the Instant story. Instant torque. <laughs> Put, oh, put on the accelerator. Torque. Boom. Instant torque. Jeff. Jeff. Torco. Jeff. <laughs> Master Torco. Master Torco. Slower. Master. <laughs> Say it, Decimo. 
Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> that was the end line, Todd. I was... Ugh. He can cut it later. He has an editing machine. He won't cut it. He's going to let it keep going. Bigger, longer, and, and going. Dude, no, dude and you going, can see it in his face. Going, when he's like, going. yeah, this is going to... I'm not doing it yet. <laughs> you can't stop me. And going. And you going, can't, can't stop me. Going, not stopping. Can't stop <laughs> because if Andy and reaches going. for the board. Nah, I can't stop the signal, Mel. Let's not end on that one. Talk yeah. hard. <laughs> they killed me, Mal. They killed me with a sword. Oh, God. Yeah, he watched Serenity uh, oh, okay. yesterday. And, uh, okay. You know. I was going to say, it had to be pretty recent. Why? That line sticks in my head. <laughs> That's a great line. Pretty recent. Yeah, there's no way somebody... Fire! Would... Fire everything! <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love that moment. I... Uh, you you mentioned that, and I agreed. I totally wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's just like you know they come out of the cloud, and it's like, oh well, they're fucked now. And then all the reavers came out, and I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. Holy shit! Yep, it was really cool. Telegraph the moment, and I still like, oh, dude, shit. And, and the the one uh, assassin guy's like, <laughs> we got these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. yeah, Alliance might fuck fire everything. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he uh, he. He did actors, a good job. Yeah. It's great on that. That that uh, Chuwaito for yeah Chuwaito Oja for yeah he yeah still can't say his name. <laughs> did um, geeky news you don't give a shit about? They talked about the uh, Uncle uh, Netflix um, advertising the movie poster pandering type thing mm-hmm. where like that some of their algorithms would kind of. The whole point was based on your viewing habits, but if your viewing habits trended towards, shall we say, black, you got more and more adverts that featured black characters. And one of the things they pointed out was Love Actually, which Chuedal Ojafor is a small character in. In fact, uh, small enough that the love part, it doesn't really involve him. He's ancillary to it. But some Netflix subscribers would get the advert for Love Actually, and it would just be him and Kyra Knightley, you know, up there, and 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 people were beginning to actually get upset at that, and and Netflix was like, no, it it no, there, we don't pro- we didn't program the race into it, it but but your viewing habits that kind of that sort of Tyler was, Perry's Love Actually, I think oh they make God. a love, I think they make a lovely couple. Okay, yeah. Karen Gajabuga Habawa. Wow. Okay. I remember what you said. Boy, uh, you know what's funny is Paul just got a boner <laughs> and he like doesn't even know why. <laughs> what is the name? Ch- uh, you see? Chumbawamba. No. Oh my God, you guys. It's, it's like it's Cumberbatch. Chuwaitl. <laughs> Oja for, but I think I heard fucking Trevor Noah say it, and he knows his shit. And and Chuatel or something. It's I don't know for sure, but I actually the Oja (laughs) for that's called Geek Shock the home game. (laughs) I just live Master Torgo's pain. (laughs) I just had a vision of uh, John Travolta up there, like go go, go deep. (laughs) Oh, uh, that port, yeah. Um, at the awards show, oh, no. he 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 
was saying this girl's name wasn't even close. Was it? Was she Indian? It's the, it's, no, like no, it's 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 the it's the, it's the Indian, woman. Indian it's, it's, or it's, something. No, it's the woman from um, uh, Wicked and uh, um, um, and Frozen. Um, Ida Menzel. Yes, he completely oh. mispronounced her name. Okay, how do you mispronounce it? Because somebody gave him the wrong sheet or so. He, I heard him try and talk his way out of it. It's pretty sad. Oh, was he saying he was given the wrong name entirely? Uh, he was saying somebody said something that threw him off. Oh, all right. Well, you know, could yeah. happen. Menzel yeah. rocks. I mean, it, yeah, it happens does. to Torgo all the time. Yeah, yeah that's right. You just, you just see him power through it or attempt to power through it. It's hilarious. He tries. Nothing can stop the show, man. Just like now. Oh my Nothing. <laughs> well, you get you know the show. It, you just I want a movie with a cast of Joytel, Ojafor, and Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch, produced by Volcano Davidic. You know, and just so well, I can they read were the both together thing. in Doctor Strange. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, that's, that's but actually then you had more. Benedict Wong. It's like he came in with his totally easily to say name, and it just mm. totally ruined everything. It gives Ru- me a breath to breathe. Give me room to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> breath to breathe. Breath to breathe. I got a breath to breathe. <laughs> that's that was actually, that's a actually a nice the, episode title. <laughs> that's actually the joke in um, uh, the the pitch the pitch meeting one where they're yes. Doctor Strange. They names off the three actors, and it's like that. That sounds like it just fell to the keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just fucking with me now. Yes, that was funny. Those are good. Oh, God, I love those pitch meeting. Super awesome. I wonder. Super how easy. He, Barely an inconvenience. Yeah. I wonder how he'd pitch. Oh, Don't you, you put that microphone down. This you're is leaving, not stopped. Matt. You're going. This is this podcast hasn't stopped yet. <laughs> Torgo's I revenge. I haven't hit the stop button yet. I, I'm gonna. <laughs> Fuck with you guys. <laughs> All right, I got that and stop, right? As I start talking. No? <laughs> oh, you oh dude. That would have been awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can stop this in the yeah. edit whenever I, I know. want. You just get That's that. true. He can edit anything out he wants. He doesn't have to push really? the button, Frank. Right. Every week he does it to you. Well, yeah. eventually he has to. Otherwise, this thing will go over and then we'll lose the whole episode and have to start over That's again. That's a good point. This is true. It's getting awfully close. You are the. Uh, it's a the new game of chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Geek chalk chicken. Now, when they do the overhead cams in the football stadiums, do they still do all that whole wire thing, or are now they oh, using yeah, drones? You got a right purdy mouth there. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Yikes. <laughs>